0: D&D After Dark is a Dungeons & Dragons podcast starring three semi-professional actors and full-time parents previously on Dark Was the Night. Darkness and doubt continue to surround Jules Walker and Carl Patrick. These two dynamic inquirers fought a phantasmal and hooded attackers at St. James Park set on hurting or kidnapping them and the spiritualist medium Miss Britton. After taking mind-opening substances, the two are swept into a nightmarish vision of the future. They snuck past monsters and gory violence to the British Museum. While there, they witnessed a future version of Mrs. Britton being twisted asunder by a hooded monstrosity. The pair raced back through the visionscape to their point of entry, armed with knowledge and a new mystical ring. The night ended with meditation and a magical visitor leaping from the second story of 17 Shaftesbury Avenue and transforming into a giant bird. Now, sit back and enjoy this episode of Dark Was the Night. You gotta pay for it. The
1: stage is set. Sunday morning. The 24th of September. Mr. Carl Patrick. To get ready for the Sunday morning services of St. Columbus. You know that you will have to leave no later than 8.30. And that means that to get properly ready... You're fairly adept at getting ready in a hurry, so probably 8.15, which means, this is also skipping breakfast, of course, Mm -hmm. which I don't feel very well. No, you would not. Um, However, I will say that with a six hour rest, or just shy of six, though it is stretching the limits of our loosey-goosey approach
0: to long rests, I will have it constitute as a long rest this night. Still, I don't know how you want me to go, because I just did some opium last night.
1: This is an excellent point, so here's what I want you to do for me. I want you to make me a constitution saving throw, DC. It's been a while since you've done something, so I'm gonna say DC 16. Not 20. Oh, maybe. oh
0: you shook ah, ah, it up! Ah,
1: Ah! Oh, the dice are hot this evening, which is excellent for you guys. Super helpful. Maybe not so much for me. I don't I want to <laughs> Mr. Carl Patrick, the events of the prior evening into the wee hours of the morning were enough to eliminate any of the typical residual fog that would normally accompany such use. So, with that in mind, sir. You will not be rolling with any sort of disadvantage on constitution
0: or strength today. Whew, thank goodness. All right, so I'll, um, I'll, I'll forego breakfast this morning. How heavy of a sleeper is Jules?
2: Oh, I'm up.
1: Oh, up and bushy tailed, love it. Um, Would this be up in preparation of going with Mr. Patrick, or okay, excellent.
0: And uh, I will go to her door and knock on it and say, uh, Miss Walker, I will be going to church. You are invited before he finishes
2: opening, always... before he finishes the <laughs> sentence, she's opened the door. Oh, she's actually dressed for church
0: dress and everything, mm-hmm. but with the pants on underneath, of, of course. course, of course. And Carl's just gonna. Sort of stand there with his mouth open a little bit, and maybe like <laughs> slack-jawed. Uh,
2: I think we should stick together. So, knew, right, right. Stick together. Knew you'd be going to church. So,
0: well, you look. Uh,
2: is this a, is this good?
0: Yeah, you, you look. You look the part. It's excellent, and um, best best be going. As you begin to descend the communal stairwell. Um,
1: with the various uh, lead-offs to your flat than Mr. Patrick's. Um, halfway down to the first floor, um, approaching up, you do see uh, Miss, P- Miss Pearson. slipping <laughs> to your accent Sorry. there. That's quite fine. It's okay, the narrator can be Scottish. Heck, the narrator can be anything. Maybe the <laughs> Americans bought, no, wow. Oh, whoa. <laughs> blech, blech, blech. We're gonna ignore that. Miss Pearson, up, uh, <laughs> Miss Pearson is coming up a fixed post Miss Pearson is coming up the stairs I don't have that good of a skill, sir um, as evidenced by episode five uh, and uh, she does have a
0: cup of tea on a saucer and a cup of coffee Thank you, Miss Pearson You are an angel
2: Very good Very good
1: uh, Excellent um, So Lord Ashbury uh, did not tell me how you Sorry, ma'am Ashbury Shappsbury. <laughs> I was
0: like Ashbury. Which one's that, that one?
1: <laughs> Lord Lord Shapsbury did not inform me as to how you take it, and unfortunately, I haven't found my effects with my little uh, my notepad. I haven't found my notes yet. So um, this is
2: just fine.
1: Oh, it's. Are you sure you don't want any cream? whatsoever? sort? Just black.
2: Breaking it black.
1: Wow, you're just going for it. Okay, excellent. And you, sir? Um,
0: I, I suppose. And and you see be- her, you
1: see her uh, remove one hand. Uh, it looks like the tray is going to start to tilt, but she, without even looking, she swirls it around in a surprisingly dexterous uh, manner before she fishes out a couple of uh, sugar cubes oh, out of her apron pocket. And we're gonna see how fancy she can get here. Mm. Okay, one of them lands perfectly into your teacup. The other one ping, perfectly into your eye. Uh, <laughs> oh, oh No, I'm, no I'm need so-
0: to flourish it.
1: I'm Just sorry, <laughs> I'm so sorry. I normally that trick way, I wonder if there
0: was the crumble sorry, I'm so sorry, sir. One one no, of them got in though? No no matter. I'll no drink. Um, so we, we best we best be we for going to make it.
1: Very well um uh, I have prepared, sir, for tonight, um, a Sunday feast, as is your liking. Excellent. Uh, Miss Walker was kind enough to inform me that uh, you prefer the N, so I made sure to uh, get the freshest one from the local markets. I'm looking forward to that very much. Excellent. At what time would you like me to start preparing for di- uh, What time would you like dinner so I know when to start preparing it? Cool, good question.
0: Um, I'm assuming that uh, Victorian meal times are slightly different. Not only are they
1: slightly different, but even in the Victorian era times, you, sir, and consequently by extension, you, miss, take your meals when you can. Yeah. You are consistently either going on the move, yeah. or are absolutely, not slothful, but the low times are no. Yeah. So. Well then, um.
0: What, what's Pretty so, much the
1: only regular mealtime you keep is tea time.
0: What, let's say we have, let's see, after service, would be so churches at 9? Yes, mm-hmm. St. Columbus services at 9. Service is at 9, it's probably an hour, and then some 10, and then heading to St. Paul's, so then that will be for 11, 11 10 10:30 meeting with a father so why not 12:30 let's let's oh, let's plan excellent. on let's plan on an afternoon um, meal fantastic um
1: that should give me just enough time to uh start braising um please uh enjoy your mornings um actually if you are going to um think columbus which which is what i believe columbus yeah Yes, if you wouldn't mind um And she uh, fishes out a couple of um, pens. She says, if you wouldn't mind putting those in the collection dish for me. Of course, thank you. Excellent. Um, And uh, well, have a good morning. You as well. Thanks, Anne. Of course, Jules. And she kind of awkwardly
0: is trying to step to the side. Once we get out the front (laughs) door and close it. Um, Jules. Yeah. First name basis with the help.
2: Need I remind you that I come from a place much lower than the help, so.
0: My dear Miss Walker, we are the example of dignified behavior.
2: And it's not dignified to call a nice lady by her first name? It isn't
0: proper. She's of the lower class. She's downstairs and we're upstairs. Mr. Patrick! (laughs)
2: <laughs> <laughs> the little
1: uh, red curls poking out of the newsies' cap, um, the overly taut suspenders uh, of the twelve-year-old frame of Butterfingers um, runs up, uh, no more than about twenty feet away from his shoe shine stand. Hey, you did it again? I said it again. Um, and he goes, oh, oh, glad to, glad to catch the two of you before you leave, sir. Um, right, Spiker, want to be Spiker? Come in and tell it yourself. Poking her head out of the alley, <laughs> you see a uh, little spiker who is walking up to you. Uh, she appears to have a, a, a new friend um, clenched underneath one of her arms. You just see kind of a uh, a kind of slightly laced up porcelain doll um, with uh, bright blonde curls and a, and a cute little baby blue doily. Uh-huh. 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 Seeing
0: spiker, Carl swallows. Hard, yeah, hard. last night. That's right, yeah, when it's... was the last time we saw Spiker? Oh, we saw her foot!
1: Right, I believe Jules had actually- I
2: fed her foot to a carrion crawler. Yep.
1: Right, yeah, that's- that... Yep. Hmm. It did something awful. Yep. Um. No, no need for a sanity check here, I'll be nice. Um, <laughs> uh, Spiker runs up uh, to the two of you, uh, <laughs> her deadpan expression, and she goes, I left a note. The Doctor says good. Your maid gave me some of those scones that you set out for me, so we're square.
2: Great, um, Jules is a little unnerved talking to her. Meet Anne. She's lovely.
0: Hello Miss Anne.
2: Where did you get, where did you get her?
1: Found it.
0: Mm-hmm. Oh, excellent. Good good for you. Maybe I should just roll.
1: What's your passive uh, insight, both of you?
0: Mine's not
2: great. 10. Real low?
0: I rolled real low. 18, (laughs) baby. Um,
1: Jules, you're fairly certain she's lying. Patrick. (laughs) <laughs> your analytic gaze pierces the veil of her lies no she uh, definitely did not find it mm-hmm. but she appears not shameful but embarrassed
0: huh alright I'll bite What did you find such a lovely trinket a friend and was alone
1: in the parks near Shoreditch when I was coming back. Hmm. Enough to fool you. (laughs) (laughs) Absent of uh, of, a active inside role, of course. However, Mr. Patrick.
2: Truth is, Jules doesn't care that
1: much. <laughs> <laughs> Precisely. Mr. Patrick. Um, she is fibbing slowly, methodically. The only part that you were able to pick up that was
0: true was on the way back from Shoreditch. Hmm. So, in Carl, it's like, uh, yes, looking to the left when saying that. And then her, her mouth, uh, the, the slight. Uh, t- uh, Curl, curled going down up to the left it's like curled down of of her lips <laughs> she said you know at the at the park and blah, blah, blah. but then uh that so it was when she on the way back and so uh he says on the way back how much would I for how much a, would you think a, a doll like that would cost
2: oh man i have no idea in victorian <laughs>
0: Uh, a The
1: very fancy dolls that would be used by the children of lords would easily go for, uh, a pricey one would probably be close to about five pounds. Okay. Um, for a- uh, American girl doll. Pretty much, yeah. pretty much only with all the accoutrements. Yeah. Whereas um, a doll that um, she seems to be holding would still be well outside the price range of much of the underclass. Mm. Like a doll that she's wearing right now could go anywhere between seven shillings to a pound.
2: So I'll say, oh, um, probably a pound.
0: I'm gonna look at her and I'm gonna say, Spiker, did someone give this to you? Give me a persuasion check.
1: Or intimidation. Your choice. Natural one. I have to keep it a secret. Anyway. Spiker? Hmm.
2: Did someone give that to you in exchange for a favor?
1: No. No.
2: Do you know the person who gave it to
1: you? I've seen him.
2: Do you trust the person that gave it to you?
1: I don't trust anybody. Good.
2: That's a good answer.
1: And you see, you see, uh, poor Butterfingers next to Spiker just kind of
2: huh, sag a little oh. bit,
1: and he just kind of slowly inclines
0: his head to Spiker. Uh, I'm, Spiker I'm feels him looking; see, see, she does see, not change her, butter, her answer. Butterfingers <laughs> say that. I'm gonna say, Butterfingers, you're not just anyone. She says she doesn't trust anyone. You're not just anyone. No, I don't trust him either.
1: (laughs) Uh, Anyway, Mr. Patrick, um, I took the liberty of uh, sending one of other Jacks uh, to hail your carriage. So, (sighs) appears to be in a rush this morning and I know it's Sunday and all. So, um, have a good day, I guess. Spiker, yeah. you don't trust me. Listen, no, don't take it personally, Butterfingers. What do you mean you don't trust me? After all oh, we've been through, I've been looking after you, Spike. Spiker? Oh, don't take. You see, Spiker just reach up and put her hand over Butterfinger's mouth as he still just.
2: Be careful who you take things from, all right? Who you accept things from.
1: Different rules. Yeah. Don't worry. Anne's looking after me. All right. Off to church with us. Right, so with the kindly carriage provided by uh, Butterfingers and the rest of old Jack's thugs, um, one shilling later, bong, 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 you find yourself before the grandiose doors of the Church of Scotland,
0: St. Columbus. Um, we need, believe we, it or not. We needn't go through service. I was about
1: to say, believe it or not, I did not prepare a Sunday morning <laughs> service. That's okay, we don't,
0: I don't, I didn't think we were gonna do a, you know, But that or, being or so said, Mr. Carl Patrick, mm-hmm. how, given the
1: light of recent events, how is this resonating in you? This service. Um, which I will say the topic of today's sermon forgiveness. Okay. That was a hell of a reaction. <laughs> <laughs> um
2: uh, what kind of what kind of forgiveness?
1: Oh there's the, i uh, are going to make me construct a whole sermon here. Okay. Uh, there's the uh, forgiveness of. Uh,
2: um, I'll, I'll narrow the narrow, narrow the, narrow
1: the, narrow the. I'll make, make it a little the, easier they, for you. <laughs> we'll I, I haven't heard
2: many sermons on forgiveness. Is this, you need to forgive others or you need to acknowledge that God will forgive you?
1: Ooh. Say this one more time for me. So the importance of forgiving importance others, of
2: forgiving others or, or the importance of confessing your sins so that God can forgive you. Hmm. Or you need to I'm forgive others to so that God will forgive you. That okay. That you need okay.
1: To forgive others. And this is why it's very important to have multicultural and belief backgrounds <laughs> when playing D anD. d It's true. So that. There is not any homogenization or stagnant approach to these beautiful ideological representations. So thank you very much, Parkers. Anyway, that's how we do. We got you. So um, that. So how is that resonating with you, Mr. Patrick?
0: Honestly, uh, just being in the church and you know listening to the music, singing the hymns, and going through the ritualistic of, you know, putting the money in the collection mm-hmm. tin and, you know, the rising and saying like that mm-hmm. is just so grounding for him because of the jarring. Jarriness, but but also it's 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 a tricky thing because Carl is so logical mm-hmm. and factual and scientific and And so religion but the concept of religion is also so deeply a part of him that grounding himself in this supernatural helps helps to give him strength in in contemplating Other other supernatural phenomena. so that's what he's focusing on. And honestly, he's he's barely even paying attention to the sermon, it's mm-hmm. just like to be here and have that, so that's. Um, Mr. Patrick, make me either a religion check or an occult check. Um, probably religion, even though this is, I'd do better at cult. 19. Beautiful, sir. You are rolling Beautiful.
1: very
2: well, Soren. I
1: need you to, with a 19, Yeah, that that makes it a D8. Um, I need you to roll me a D8 and add two.
0: Six. You regain eight points of sanity. Nice! Eight! Wait, wait, wait. No, no, no. So I I I rolled that and then I added two. Oh, my mistake. Sorry. You regain six points of sanity. That's nice. Jules,
1: I am fairly certain... Well, no, I'm not going to make any assumptions whatsoever. How is this topic... Affecting you,
2: so um, Jules hardly remembers ever going to church as a child, um, with I her father. I uh, Sixty-nine. With how hard times were, he just right could never get no. them there.
0: That should be a different number. I'm sorry, it should be higher. Because I was at I had you at 77. I was at 77. I don't know why I have it. So I was, it was, da- was down to a 60. It was down to a 63 just now. Did I lose some crazy sanity at the end? I don't believe you did.
2: You'd gained your some back from taking your opium.
0: I know, but did I lose some
1: I don't think so in the vision? No, I don't believe you did. We'll have so. it as eighty three for now. Okay. okay.
2: Um okay. You'd remember
1: so, so. vaguely attending with your father.
2: Like Stay. once or twice when yeah. I was a child. Um I never went as a street urchin, obviously, mm-hmm. and I certainly wouldn't have touched a church with a hundred foot pole when I was at the courtesan. Um, I think during the first year of my parole Carl dragged me to church, um, and I... I'm sure
1: that went over so well. I
2: made a conscious effort to uh, not dress nicely, not listen to anything that was being said. Um, so this is the first time she's gone, and she sat, and she's actually listened to a sermon ever.
1: Oh.
2: Um, right. And this is actually very close to Carl. So Jules... Uh, <coughs> When she woke up in the morning um, and she was thinking it's Sunday, Carl's going to go to church like he always goes to church. This stupid God and this whole thing. And all of a sudden she's thinking, "Oh, I never believed in God. But I never believed in any of what I saw last night either.
1: Kind of an inverse approach to Patrick's. I kind of love that.
2: And, um, as she was laying there in bed thinking about it, she was like, if everything I saw last night is evidence of anything, it would be Satan.
0: That something is out the there.
2: The concept of something oh. evil. hmm So, does that mean that something like God, which is supposed to be...
1: The antithesis. The antithesis mm-hmm. possibly bless you,
2: bless you, bless you. exists. So, for the first time in her life ever, she's gonna listen
1: Excellent. in that situation then Jules why don't you also go ahead and give me a religion check okay. or a cult check Though I believe for you it is currently
2: well and I've san- lost a lot more san- insanity. Right. sanity so my cult check yes, what
1: are you at according to your notes right now sorry I I, I need to be better about updating your sanity in my notes stuff.
2: 77
0: that is definitely not what I had you at you're at 77?
2: I lost a bunch because, remember, I failed a, mm-hmm. I failed a check, and now I've heard of Glocks. Um, <laughs> <That's right.
1: laughs> I'd forgotten! Oh, so I don't... I
2: don't know what my occult <laughs> check Sorry. would be.
1: Uh, so it's 77, it is not quite yet at the, um, the three-quarter threshold, so it is still a straight roll.
2: Okay. Um, religion. <laughs> well, that's better than my religion check, so... 18.
1: Oh. Excellent. Okay, so let's see. With an eighteen, I got a nineteen. Yes, yes. I'm. I, I hadn't anticipated Jules having this kind of revelation. So now I'm doing an internal debate as it to whether It was
2: real or not. scary last night. It was.
1: It was very scary last night. <laughs> I'm. Full. This I is am. Why we're at church? Yep. Mm. Mm. You know, what? I'm gonna let the dice decide this. Odds um, uh, evens.
2: Uh, evens.
1: So Evans Uh, It'll have the same efficacy as Mr. Patrick. Mm -hmm. Um, Odds, you have begun an exploratory path into this new foray, and it will still have a calming effect, just not as strongly. Okay. Four. Okay, so go ahead and roll me a D8 and add two.
2: Four to six,
1: same. Hey, look at this. Okay, that brings you both up to 83 points of sanity. Look at
2: this. Ooh.
1: You guys are equally sane and
2: <laughs> Insane. Not. So, uh,
1: with that lovely so little... Yes. She's
2: not like a believer by any means, but means. It, it does feel nice, and the message of this idea of forgiveness is kind of makes sense to her. She is, of course... Like, I, there are some people I don't know how I could ever forgive, so...
1: What can you possibly be <laughs> talking about, my darling? <laughs> oh! Okay. Um, <laughs> the yeah. bug-eyed, irate expression that just overcame your face was <laughs> delicious. It sustains <laughs> me. Sorry. It's <coughs> not yep. so the consumption.
2: Yes, that was the consumption.
0: What are you consuming? Ah, uh, badum-tish. It's so, awesome. Definitely putting in uh, Miss Pearson's... Uh, Couple pence. Pence and... Uh, I'll throw in a couple pence as well, so I'll cut that out.
2: Um I will stick up the peer pressure and put in a pence as
1: well.
0: <laughs> um, like oh I guess. A little sleight of hand she puts in a pence but Pulls takes out. out no, fillies. I do not
1: <laughs> <Damn>. <laughs> <laughs> A lightning bolt i the sky. I'm
2: sorry. Eventually, I'll stop asking this. It's copper, right? It's Pence? <laughs> yes.
1: Okay. I don't think you will stop asking. I
2: will eventually stop asking. I think going
1: to ask us the entire campaign. It's in the money. It's it's <laughs> in
0: the money. Um so really easy. <laughs> is, just look like at the money. Just look at the money. I know. I <laughs> know. Okay. So a shilling is like silver. Shilling, Thank you. That's the other a one. shilling yes. is silver
2: we're done we're done we're done we're done i remember pounds for sure i just couldn't remember what the word shilling
0: was
1: i was giving you the answer to give to him but that's okay if i
2: flipped people off it would be happening right now to me no to him
1: oh okay great (laughs) but i love you (laughs) anyway uh the sermon ends the uh priest takes his position at the end of the hall uh at the exit and the uh, congregation making their way out. Um, uh, sorry, coming up with a priest name on the spot. Father Williams. Um, younger than you. Mm-hmm. Uh, takes your takes your hand as you approach the door, and he goes, Ah, ah Mr. Patrick, Father Williams. Well, did, uh, I hope I'm meeting your expectations, sir. Excellent sermon. Ms. Excellent. Uh, and I'm sorry I couldn't help but
0: notice uh, you have a, a yes, visitor have with a, us a today. visitor. It's true. Uh, Father Williams, this is uh, Miss Walker. She is um, associate of mine at uh, Dynamic Inquiries. Oh, well, Miss Walker. Uh,
1: hope you found today's sermon uh, enlightening. And uh, please, open invitation. Our doors are always open to more of those who wish to feel his glow. Um, it's my pleasure. And he's going to reach out his hand to you.
2: Thank you. And, and oh. we'll walk. Oh,
1: don't don't be offended. She doesn't like uh, touching. Of, of course, of course. So. No, no, it, it's important that a, a lady maintain her... Uh, her purity. That's true. I don't remember.
2: Did you all hear that?
1: i not give me a perception check.
2: <laughs> Gosh. Hello? It's a natural 20.
0: Oh, that is terrible, and, and, isn't it? And I'm going to say, uh, on top of that, I'll say, also, Father, it's usually best to allow a woman to extend her hand. Proper courtesy is... Uh, oh. So it's... it's you know, you're young, you're
1: still learning. It's, <laughs> of course. Of course, Mr. Patrick. Um, No, but of course... It... Anyway. want to thank you, all, as always, for your feedback. And uh, uh, we do have the... Um, the uh, community picnic happening next Sunday. Uh, if you're oh, able I... to come by, say a few words. Of course. That would be excellent. I, I wouldn't miss it for the world. Excellent.
0: Um, I did hear that uh, uh, Mrs. Hazmet is planning on... Uh, then I will 100% make sure I will be there. Oh. <laughs> there is no missing if Miss Hazmet's meat pies will be there. Ha! Excellent. Patrick, it's always a pleasure. Likewise.
1: Uh, it was a pleasure meeting you, Miss Joes.
0: Oh, don't know what no,
1: accent that was, but Miss Joes, there we go.
2: Um, She'll turn and nod. Um, Her cheeks are a little uh redder than they were before. Um as overhearing his comment, um, she felt some warmth and some glow from being in there and that just sort of
1: ruined it. Brought up
2: the shame. <sighs>
1: fizzled fizzled out there. Give me a sanity. I'm joking. <laughs> um no.
2: She's not blaming him or harboring no, it against him. Not. It's just a internal no. never so, ending guilt.
0: It is about ten fifteen. Awesome. Cool. Um yeah. off we go. We need to how long would it take to walk?
1: To, walking, walking would probably take no more than about maybe 35 to 40 minutes. Cool, let's walk. Excellent. So uh, at about uh, we'll say 10:45, cool. um, the you see um, not a steady stream of people exiting um, St. Paul's, uh, but a, a staggering, uh, perhaps a, a familial unit there, um, an odd passerby. Uh, a loving couple, a single woman chasing out a couple kids. Very intermittent. And as you approach the the doors of St. Paul's, uh, you do see that there are still a few sections of the congregation that are communing with one another, uh, communicating, I should say, as, as communing in St. Paul's would probably have a slightly different connotation. Uh, though the number in here is minimal, probably no more than about seven or eight Individuals, uh, as well as two uh, robed in their Sunday finery monks mm-hmm. um, cleaning off the, the altar at the, at the head of the church uh, and uh, to your right you do see um, two of those seven people standing for lack of a better word, in line before a, a, a two-doored wooden adjoining stall the confessional booth it is a young man probably knocking on the door of 20 if not a little bit over and then an older woman who is gently brushing the back of the boys hair and whispering into his ear every now and then and laying a comforting hand on his shoulder perhaps a relation of some sort goodness knows that uh the apparent age difference would probably not indicate a romantic relationship um
2: the the young man's just like a churchgoer. He's here for confession
0: okay. mm-hmm. cool i'll um get in sort of line great
2: what what is this
0: oh this is uh confession
2: And you confess what your sins? Uh
0: if I, right. were, if I were a practicing Catholic, I suppose that would be the case. Uh, it's one of the important sacraments of the Catholic faith. Um, the
2: what? What's what? Sorry. No, go ahead. What's the um, what's the point?
0: Um, you admitting mistake is the first step in overcoming any sin and admitting mistakes to a representative of God is uh, the best way to make it right with God. The elderly woman, um,
1: who you were standing behind, turns around and she goes, basically, my dear, we tell them what we've done wrong. They tell us what to say in response and it helps us stay in heaven. It's a lot to take in, but it is a weekly ritual that some of us have been neglecting. Sorry, Mother. Sorry. I said I was sorry, didn't I? Don't! You raise your voice in God's house. You wait until we're outside for that.
2: I'm going to look at the young man and be like, if it makes you feel better, I've never done it. Confessed? Yeah.
1: Right, right. Yeah. It's been two weeks, Mum, and you were supposed to do it last week. It's not like I've sinned that much in the last week. <laughs> <laughs> the mother gives a sidelong...
2: Jules can't help it, she laughs.
1: The boy starts to look at you and smile, and sure enough... <laughs> the mother gives him a brief cuff upside the head. She goes, oh, now you've given me something to confess to. Damn it. <laughs> I mean, <laughs>
2: <laughs> and Jules is like, oh, my gosh, this woman is confessing for a back slap across the head. Oh, my gosh.
1: <laughs> two more minutes go by and the two doors open or I'm sorry, the one door opens. <laughs> I'm agnostic. I don't know how Catholicism works. Um, I mean,
0: yeah, we <laughs> don't either. <laughs> I'm, not, I'm
1: not Catholic. Yeah. Um, All I know is pop culture. Exactly. Thank you, uh, Legend of Zorro. Yay!
2: For any of you wonderful Catholics listening out there, please forgive you. us any inaccuracies here.
0: Yeah. Or should we say, He'll be forgive us. <laughs> <laughs> so, <laughs> forgive <laughs> <him>. <laughs> so the uh, it's been forever since one
1: of the door opens <laughs> and um, a uh, woman all in black uh, with uh, stark white hair and a uh, black shawl over her face emerges, um, and uh, you hear slight murmurings uh, from within the confessional booth on the side of the confessee. Yes, the confessee, the, the her person follower. confessing? Yeah. Mm-mm. No, the person hearing the confession. Oh, the confession. priest. Oh, sorry. Sure. The confessor. The confessor is the one who. Why
2: didn't you just say the priest?
1: Because words. <laughs> Nope. Words, words! 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 Um, And uh, both of you give me a quick history check.
0: Oh, is it the widow that we solved? That's a two. recognize her. Eleven. Okay. With an 11, eleven,
1: that's sufficient. Yes, it is the uh, it is the widow of the. Oh
2: really! Yes. Awesome.
1: Yes, you you anticipate me, and
0: I <laughs> I am frustrated because that I mean, means I'm too predictable. It weren't too predictable. No, it was just the uh, snow white hair and her yeah. black outfit. When we yeah. said, oh, it's probably the. Like, you you yeah. were just
2: saying it. as if it, it was significant. The <laughs> yes,
1: of course. Um, it is uh, Matilda Dansbury,
2: Okay. Um, mm-hmm.
1: The uh, widow of the mm-hmm. recently departed uh, Edgar. Oh no, Edwin. Edwin Densbury, Lieutenant Edwin Densbury. Yep. Um, so she is just solemnly making her way mm-hmm. past everyone, heads out the church. Um, the mother ushers her son in. He goes, "Mom, it's really, it's it was one drink, I know." And she, he goes in, and door closes, <laughs> and she just kind of crosses her arms, and she's just now patting her foot, staring at the door. Fingers, patting as well.
0: Didn't think it was a sin for the Catholics to drink.
2: <laughs> no. just, that's exactly what Jules yeah. does in response.
1: Was that whispered? Yeah, it was whispered to
2: I <laughs> just to snort back.
1: Oh, yeah, no, she's focused on the door. Not two minutes later, the door opens and he steps out and he goes, Oh, I feel so much lighter now. I'm saved, and the mother looks murderous. She's gonna kill him, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> and she just goes. Wait, I'm about to confess. Whack! <laughs> Smacks <her laughs> the head again. She goes, ow, mum. She's, go outside and wait for me, and maybe, maybe we'll still stop by Old Alice's. Oh,
2: nice. I'm gonna lean over to Pat and say. Doesn't it sort of defeat the purpose of if you sin, just knowing that you're going to confess?
0: I'm sure it does.
2: Okay.
1: She goes in. Less than two minutes. Opens and she goes, "Ah, Fine ritual, and my place in heaven is secured. Have an excellent day. And she follows out after her son. In the time that this has been occurring. There's maybe two more of the regular church goers, and the uh, two priests that were cleaning up have mm-hmm. made their way back to their respective quarters, yes. deeper in the seminary. Um,
0: Patrick. Cool. About like to go in.
2: And um, I'll I'll just wait here yeah, then. I
0: mean, we sure. should. You could come in. Why not? We'll make it a a family affair. I,
2: I I don't. Are you confessing?
0: Don't know.
2: I'll just wait. I don't. Thank you. I wasn't really sure what the plan was. (laughs) You 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 hear
0: a muffled. Jules. (laughs) Patrick. And I'll, I'll go in, and look through the little metal grate thing. Sure
1: enough, you see. (laughs) (laughs) (laughs)
0: Ah.
1: (laughs) Ah, Patrick. I wasn't expecting, oh, wait, sorry, no, certain, certain rituals must be abided. Oh, you're supposed to say. Oh, I, sorry, I'm not a practicing oh, Catholic. Oh, sorry, it's, um, here, just, bless me, Father, for I have sinned. Uh, bless me,
0: Father, for I have sinned. Tell uh, me your sins, child. Well, look, Father, I, I wanted to come and talk with you because, Oh. Uh, well, so, it's this not an actual confession, it Patrick? It is. It is. It is. I I need to get some weight off my chest, but I I wanted to speak with you, not Father Williams, because well, I mean, you're, you're, you,
1: you see, you see, like the silhouette is just like kind of wiggling in place, going. There's a time and a place,
0: Patrick. Goodness gracious, on a Sunday. Well, I, I wanted to talk to you about it because you know I didn't. You you're already rather. Uh, Involved, you've you know the situation that we're engaged in at the moment, and so I wanted to it didn't I didn't want to have to rehash everything with. Oh, split boy! Right, so. Oh,
1: for freaking sake! This is ridiculous. And you see the the slat kind of get pushed aside <laughs> so that he's not like having to look forward. He's now just he just kind of props an arm up on the divider, and he's looking at you, and he goes, "Alright, come on, let's hear it."
0: Give me father for a sent Oh, ah. I've killed two men who were already dead, and I've—I—I I, I don't know, but I—I ingested—I uh, took. Opium, and I don't know if I communed with the devil or what, but I'll look right at him and I'll say, but I've seen the face of evil.
1: speak to you now, not as your priest, because I've never been your priest. I'll speak to you as a friend, as a confidant. I've committed terrible atrocities. The wars. They took my boy, Patrick. And once, where there was a father, there was naught but a festering flame of vengeance, of anger. The things I did on the field, no godly man would do. prayed for deliverance would oh, I prayed for my boy instead I know not what you mean by killing men who are already dead unless you mean desecrating their memories perhaps but
0: no they were already killed they rose up and attacked Miss Walker and myself. And I cannot explain it. Uh, give me a, either a perception or an insight check. Shoot
1: me. Okay, that's um, 30, 20. The Dirty Twenty, which was it? Out of curiosity, the year. Oh,
0: it actually doesn't matter. Both of them are plus eight. Oh, so <laughs> well. But, um, so I'll do a um, insight. Insight. Okay. um
1: You first see incredulity in his eyes. Um, his lips twitching. Just the tiniest bit. Maybe a nervous habit of just kind of chewing on his lip. See him just kind of scratching at his beard. And then when you say that they had attacked you and Jules, he freezes. And the incredulity gives way to pure, unadulterated confusion. followed also, hand in hand, with Alarm. And then with a dirty 20. The faintest smoldering of anger. Um, If these dead men were attacking you and Miss Walker. I can't see how any power, less or greater, could blame you for protecting yourself and her. And you'll find no blaming here. Thank you, Father. As as to the case of your other sin yes. you are not under my power you are not under the same though we share the same God we do not abide by the same rules standards I cannot say give me four hail Marys and all we sinned or no will be forgiven Because I know you, Patrick. And I know this is going to weigh heavily on you no matter what I say. So let me simply say this. Man is not a perfect creature. The sins are ours because we embody them more than the virtues. The great undertaking of life, of humanity, is to spend our entire lives just trying to breach the surface, to crawl from the muck of our original sin and to breathe the fresh air of truth. You, more than any man I know, Capable of finding truth. Thank you, Father. Oops.
0: I don't know how many I left are out there. Oh, there's just Miss Walker. Oh. I don't think she'll <laughs> be confessed.
1: <laughs> Jules, but... you do hear muffled. <laughs> laughter within the confessor's booth, or confessee's booth, the priest's booth. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Um, And uh, he says, well, perhaps we should uh, continue this conversation then in a little more of a less stringent setting. Yes, why not? Coming out now, Jules. (laughs) And the
0: door opens. Oh, Uh. unless you. Oh, I'm sorry, I thought you, I didn't.
1: Would Realize would, that would you like to I, would you like to confess? Oh oh, Jules Jules, I would love to be the one to take your first confession. <laughs> I promise, no judgment here.
2: Um.
0: Only up there. I, I, I will say, uh, as much as the the boy may have scoffed at it, it does take a load off.
1: Uh.
0: But.
2: I I just um. For the first, oh, you guys were speaking in Scottish for a long time. I know. Time. I am so Wha- sorry. Um, I have to try Bo and get wa. back. what to try to get back into my accent. Um, I mean it's already hard as it is. Um, well, here's the thing. Um, I am finding myself uh in a challenging um mental and and spiritual uh. Place and um, I, I'm feeling a little experimental um, with religion. Oh. Um, I, I went to a sermon this morning, and um,
1: are you double dipping, Patrick?
0: I'm just joshing Of course I am.
1: <laughs>
0: um, he slaps your heart on the back,
2: and it um it actually felt good. Um, I, oh. I, and but I, I that's the only I want to try
1: of course miss jules but sorry i'm rushing i'm just excited
2: how much time do you have
0: (laughs) (laughs) Uh, you see
1: the uh the kind of uh black and white speckled eye bushy eyebrows just kind of slowly raise (laughs) up a little bit um idly (laughs) scritches at his mustache just a little bit and he goes Well, you know, we don't have to do it all in one go. Um, We could just start maybe with the last few years and see how that feels for you. And uh, maybe come back next Sunday and we'll just take this a few years at a time. And also, you don't need to do each individual. You can just do, like, general categories. If that helps. Uh... If any of them are weighing particularly bad on you, we can talk them through.
2: How much does Father Hen know of Jules' past?
1: Only what Carl would tell him.
0: Or what Jules herself would tell him.
2: I don't think I've probably told him anything about my past.
0: Gotcha. I don't think I've told her much, either, other than she's, you know, I'm i kind of her parole. Okay.
1: So he knows that you've done some shady crap, but... Okay. If you've got Carl Patrick as your <laughs> role, answer, <laughs> you've done some stuff.
2: Okay. Um...
0: Uh, Carl, get get your ass uh, out of there. uh, Come on, come on. I'm going to go find a Bible and just sort of be flipping through (laughs) it. She's going to look at Pat
2: real quick, and it's sort of like, oh, shoot.
0: You know what,
1: Patrick? (laughs) Tell you what. I still have some of that um, red wine we were breaking into the other day, the Malbec, which I believe Miss Walker here was particularly partial to. So why don't you take that, head off to my office, and... uh, Go ahead and pour us a couple drinks, and we'll be right along. Perfect. Excellent. I'll head to his office. Great. Okay. Be right with you, Patrick. Mm -hmm. All right. Jules, um, he opens the door for you. Please, step right in.
2: Okay.
1: (laughs) You see him as he sits down. He is solemnly looking forward. All right, child, tell me. Oh. Sorry, this is supposed to be... <laughs> 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 I mean, unless you'd prefer seeing my face, but then again, some people find it a lot easier to, if I'm not looking, direct. are like...
2: um, So I think, actually, uh, I'd like to start um, from the beginning. Oh, certainly. And, 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 so and
1: here, here's how we usually start these okay. things.
2: Okay.
1: Um, and only say what you're comfortable saying, but know that anything you say within these walls, I take to my grave. Okay. Bless me, Father. For I have sinned.
2: Is it you that's the Father, or am I talking about God?
1: Uh, it's a bit of both in this exact. In, hmm, now I'm going, cockney. It's a little bit. Of, in, I forgive you. Roll up the A little, little, little lilt, little lilt. Um, it's a little bit of both at the moment, Jules.
2: Oh, okay. Um, bless me. Father, f- I have sinned.
1: Tell me your sins, child.
2: <clears throat> <clears throat> okay, so she's going to start um, probably, s- probably from when uh, she was in the workhouse and had to start um, doing some shady things just to survive. Um, and then, you know, the... Running away from no, I'm good. Thanks. Running away from the workhouse and stuff like this. So, um, and she's just gonna delve into some some of the crap she had to pull as a kid. Mm-hmm. Um, and uh, <laughs> about an hour later, she's gonna say, um, "And that's when I turned ten. <laughs>
1: Here I was about to say, that don't remember it, that y'all said you wanted to try and get back to 17 Chapter every by 12.30. Mm-hmm. So that would, it, uh, it, that would put it put at 11.45. But really. Um, and that's when I turned 10. And I just <laughs> lost it. <laughs> um, be right with you. Carl, sweep. in this hour... <laughs> in this hour... These uh, glasses are starting to get a little stagnant. Like, Mm -hmm. yeah, it's probably going to sour if it just you can talk, you can pour it right back in the bottle. So
0: I'll be, I'll be sipping on. I would also like to find that book that I, the manuscript that I, The the Sussex manuscript,
1: great. Give me an investigation check. 21. Beautiful. So with a 21. You first start over by his drawers, and um, none of them are locked, thankfully. But so you, you pull them open. You find mostly notes for various sermons. Mm-hmm. Um, just pulling them through one at a time. Uh, no, it's in his desk. It seems to be mostly biblical oriented. Mm-hmm. Um, notes, notations. Uh, he does have a a uh, rather thick, uh, bigger, leather-bound Bible um, that is bookmarked and dog-eared to a ludicrous extent. Okay. <laughs> um, you idly just flip through a couple things and you see that, sure enough, it's annotated as well. There's little uh, red inks, black inks, um, just kind of little circles, underlines. Um, so put that down, then you make your way over to his bookshelf and there you find a wide array of all different kinds of literature um, uh, there's some uh, the newer works by Charles Dickens wow. um, yeah. uh, you continue to parse through it um, you find uh, a couple of uh, biological studies and um, Some uh, biographies of uh, like Leonardo da Vinci, and various other philosophers. You find some Plato. Uh, You find um, yep. You find another uh, a little little uh, dog-eared copy of the complete works of William Shakespeare.
2: Mm.
1: You find um, a another Latin dictionary. Mm. You find a Greek dictionary. Mm -hmm. You find a um, Russian dictionary. Mm. A German dictionary. Um, a Spanish dictionary. He kind of has a a whole little arraignment of different languages Mm -hmm. there.
2: Maybe you can make a little snake out of the Play-Doh.
1: I probably will. Um, But unfortunately, on the bookshelf, once again, no Sussex manuscript. Hmm. So you make your way over to the last corner of the room. Um, You're kind of abandoning the passive search, trying to see if, like, okay, well, this is rather sensitive, a rather sensitive thing that I asked father him on a hand to look at. So maybe he's being a little bit sly about it. So let's go back over here. And you see a, uh, a framed kind of a, what is the fancy biblical pages with like the hue, like the monks would take the, all the time in the world. Oh yeah, with the illuminated, uh, mm-hmm. um, like vellum uh, page of. Exactly, Nevada. yep. Yeah, you find uh, an arraignment of about four or five of them. Each one seems to be from, like, a different uh, book of the Bible. Mm-hmm. Um, you see uh, two paintings. Um, one seems to be of a woman, and then the other one looks to be of uh, what could be a younger version of Father Monahan, mm. but rather than Monahan's uh, blue eyes instead. Oh. Hazel. So, you get the sense of the sun. Um, And finally, uh, hanging off to the side, uh, mounted, you see uh, an old military jacket. You've noticed this a few different times Mm -hmm. before, but it has all the different ornamentation. A couple of medals are hanging Mm -hmm. with um, his his old musket and his old riding saber hanging crisscross right on the wall. That's what a 21 gets you, sir. Unfortunately, it doesn't get you no Sussex
0: manuscript. Um. I would, with the things that I've found there, Mm -hmm. like to do, um... investigation or a I'm trying to think of this intelligence or wisdom rather than rather than the attribute why don't you tell me what you're trying to do I'm trying to see if Carl notices what I've noticed very well why don't you go ahead and give me
1: we're going to call it an insight check or investigation your choice
0: I'll go for InSight. Dirty Carl. Walk us through. It's at the Sabre. He looks at it and he notices that it's uncommonly clean, especially from where it is. Musket
1: the, the, being the Musket very is, dirty the musket
0: is dirty, it's dusty. The the hand the the handle has been recently polished and washed and cleaned. He takes a step back and looks over at the bookcase and sees the German dictionary and the, the, the Shakespeare. He looks back at the, at the Bible and sees, he flips it open and looks at the red ink, looks at the handwriting of the annotations on the side. And he takes a step back and staggers, and one of the wine goblets spills on the floor as he is overcome by the memory of the monstrosity's face. And that salt and pepper beard that he had seen underneath the hood, and he says,
1: "Damn it, Jules."
0: Mm-hmm.
1: And then I turned ten. Mm-hmm.
0: I assumed that the handwriting was similar. Is that correct? No history check needed, sir. Okay.
1: In the confessional booth. Mm -hmm. And then I turned 10. Mm -hmm. A delightful, delightful line. (laughs) <laughs> I'm just really proud of you
0: we worked so hard we, we did li- we listened to every we <laughs> went on we- a walk we-, we were like we were like, listening to these we were like What's no it's be? the priest <laughs> oh no awful. Shoot. awful
2: but of course Jules didn't see the salt and pepper beard I heard that mm-hmm. detail and so, so we, Jules had no idea. It's super hard mm-hmm.
0: to try to figure out who it might be. Mm-hmm. Oh my gosh. Because
2: we both remembered the Salt and Pepper Beard. We both remembered you saying that, but I hadn't written that in mm-hmm. part of my description so of Father had, Monahan, so we had, so we we had to, go to, to listen. It episode
0: three, the part where you're talking to the widow when yep. he finally says the Salt and Pepper are talking
2: to the widow. Like,
1: ah! <laughs> ah! <laughs> Shoot! <laughs> ah! Okay. Delicious. <laughs> <laughs>
0: There's your sustenance for the week. <laughs> it is. It truly is. Oh, it's awful, Jules.
2: Okay.
1: You just hear a deep.
0: Huh.
1: <laughs> 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 well, Miss Walker, um, I think, I think we can call it better good for now. That's 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 nearly half of your life, um another couple Sundays, and we should be able to uh, parse out the rest of it. Um, wow. <laughs> <laughs> Zunes, that's quite a bit. Oh um, gosh. Oh gosh. Um, oh, I'm a Canadian there, eh? Oh boy, oh, <laughs> oh boy. Don't you know. Oh, don't you know, that's all. No, I can't, I can't do that, because then I'm going to start getting uh! um, He goes, with your permission, Miss Walker, I think I'd like to um, dispense with a couple of the uh, ritualistic behaviors here.
2: Um. Obviously, I wouldn't know. Right, any right, of right, him, right. So.
1: <laughs> the dividers uh, pulled to the side again, um, so that he can uh, make direct eye contact with you. And he goes. The atrocities that you've had to face they are not sins of your construction rather they are symptoms of a greater evil that's plagued not just London but the world For the needless hurt that you've imparted on some, not all, but some. Are you sorry?
2: It's um, a difficult question to, to answer because I'm not sorry that I did it in the way that I had to.
1: No, of course, of course.
2: But am I sorry that I had to do it?
1: Yeah. That is the nature of confession, Charles. Huh. If we can look within ourselves, if we can face the evils that we have done and accept them within, God will also accept it. Whether you believe in him or not, the moment you forgive yourself, your sins hold no more power over you.
2: Um, insight? Go for it. That's only seven.
1: He seems to be being completely earnest. Or maybe he's not. <laughs> um, With seven, it largely depends on if Jules is doubting it or not.
2: Um, she was mostly looking for any kind of like priest BS, basically.
1: You're not getting any of that from him. Okay.
2: Um, in that case, uh, she's going to do something that she hasn't done in front of anyone in a long time and allow tears, um, to come down her face. Um, because that is, uh, something she never dreamt possible for herself. The fact, like this concept of forgiving herself, um, for her past. And, um, part of the crying is the knowledge of, that's a thing and that if there is a God then he could forgive as well but also tears and that she doesn't know she ever can do that. Um, and it's just for I a few I'm moments. I'm going
1: to have Father Monahan do an insight check if that's okay. all right. Okay, yeah. Um, as far as you can tell with with your passive insight um, mm-hmm. earnest sympathy is uh, passing over his face.
2: Mm-hmm. mm-hmm.
1: Damn woman. No tears in my booth. He pulls out a handkerchief, and yells it out to you. Um,
2: that, that'll make her smile, and she'll take the handkerchief and, and dry her eyes.
0: Yes. All right. Is there anything on the handkerchief? Just
2: kidding.
1: <laughs> <laughs> I mean, uh, do you want to make a perception check? Sure.
2: She'll see it, yeah, so. Yeah,
1: exactly. 20. It is a dark silken handkerchief with a embroidered red M. For
2: Monahan, I'm assuming. Okay, cool. Um, I'll What's give it back to him when I'm, to to I'm done. See
1: if it was Mr. C's yeah. secret society. Yeah, yeah, no, 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 that's fair. Yeah, hard. no, yeah, he, yeah, as you start to hand it back, he's like, oh no, 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 no. You hold on to that. Um, we'll call it we'll call it a uh, a memento of your first confession. <laughs> now then. I believe. Oh dear. Oh I hope he hasn't kept the bottle open that long. Come come on, Jules. Let's go enjoy ourselves a nice drink before lunch. Okay. Feel um, like we've done good work today.
2: Yeah, um I think Jules has just divulged a bunch of information that she has never actually told anyone before. Yep. Um and
1: just uh ten leads you up to not the courtesan yet, because that was when you were 12, correct? Uh, 13. 13, okay. So the worst thing that occurred by the time you were 10 was the thieving that you did to survive. Yeah. And the occasional probable, like, probably, like, light shanking to get away from someone. Correct. But no fatalities, no...
2: I didn't kill anyone until I was 18.
1: Right, um, Lepiers, or yeah, whatever his name was.
2: Yeah, I mean, I can look that up if you That's
1: want. To totally heard. fine. Um... So, uh, as he's walking you back to the office, um, Carl, you hear footsteps approaching. Two
0: sets. Mm -hmm. Going through Carl's mind is the very fresh chase by a creature that was significantly stronger and more amiable than Father Monaghan is at all with his bum leg and that, and the vision that he had when he saw through the eyes of this thing ripping Peter apart. And he's going to try to steal his nerves. Okay, I want you to give me either
1: a performance or a deception check.
0: Deception. Natural 20? 20. Nat 20, that's a 25. Beautiful.
1: Uh, a few moments later, you steal, you compartmentalize. Now's not the time. You need to have all your faculties. By the way, I do need you to give me a Sandy check.
0: Yeah. Crap. It's higher? Yes. That's a 99.
2: That's what I rolled Ooh. last time when I lost. Oh, man.
1: Uh, first, I need you to roll me a d10. Add two. Three. So five.
0: No, oh, I added two. You the one. one? I can do math. <laughs> <laughs>
2: That's just impossible okay. to think of You you, only roll, a one. you
0: lose uh,
1: three points of sanity, bring you down to eighty.
2: That's not too shabby. And
1: he, 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 he. roll me a D four. I'm gonna go to the restroom really quick. I'll be
0: back. Four. Four? Okay.
1: Great. So this is going to be a new Mania, or new compulsion, one might say. Go ahead and roll me a d100. Uh, 33.
0: Wow,
1: doubles. What would you give me? You know, occasionally the dice just I'm know just how to perfect. keep the story going. What do we got? Sir, you now have demonomania, which is the pathological belief that one
0: is possessed by demons. Yes. That's
1: Holy incredible. cow! That's incredible. Holy
0: cow! That I am possessed by demons, or that that one people that one is. This, possessed that's by phenomenal. That is incredible. That is so good. That
1: is ludicrous. Wow.
0: That is ludicrous, is what that Sometimes is. Sometimes I think my dice are possessed
1: by demons. Yeah. Um, I'm going to go ahead and hit... Pause for a second. Pause while um, Miss Walker returns from the loo. And we're back. Jules and Father Monahan enter the office, seeming to be engaging in light-hearted conversation regarding perhaps a humorous thing that a parishioner had done during the sermon. And honestly, that's the way I'm starting to think that maybe maybe infants are filled with original sin because otherwise,
0: why would they never shut up when I'm trying to educate the masses? And- Carl! Father, forgive me. I haven't sinned, but I have made a mess. Oh. It's all right. It took... A bit, a wee bit longer uh,
1: than anticipated, but we're feeling much closer to to God, and he taps his chest meaningfully, looking at you, Jules.
2: Um, and she'll nod because I, she's certainly feeling closer to God than she ever has in her life.
1: Yeah, she's still um, not
2: really sure what that means or I mean, what to she believes.
1: Back but... off of the internal acceptance, um. So, as he, uh, enters, you are so lucky you got that natural 20. Oh. Um, as he enters the study, uh, he does briefly do a quick look around. Carl, did you? What are you, what? And he looks at you. And then he just kind of smiles and goes... Never mind. Um,
0: Hopefully, that wasn't the last of it. No, there's still some more. I was looking uh, about for that manuscript that I lent you for. Ah, yes. Ah, well.
1: (laughs) About two thirds of the way through it, I started to pick up that should a minor inquisition occur, it would probably be best if it were not readily available. In uh, in my studies, lest I be excommunicated. Oh no! What is it's, what, what it's, is this manuscript? It is some dark things, Patrick. Is it? Yeah, this uh this Frederick Baron. Well, it's a good thing that he died back in the sixteen hundreds. Is all I have to say, as lest he uh, be burned at the stake. As far as I'm concerned.
0: Dark how.
2: Frederick Baron. Is this someone in
0: the manuscript? Was Baron Frederick's uh, estate was the thing? In, uh, remember that was the weird. So thing. So Baron Frederick was not the. He was killed. No, by his wife wasn't he? No, I thought the wife was. No, insane. you're thinking she killed the family.
1: You're that. Uh, that is the that is the family, but Baron Frederick was the author oh. of the Sussex manuscript, um, I believe. It was so they were uh, friends of the Home Secretary uh, Henry Matthews and the. Lord's name
0: was Macdonald, Miles Macdonald, McDonald, the McDonald family. But then Baron. So the Macdonald family had this. Yes. Okay. Okay. Yeah. Very. So, very I, old so paper. did I even know that Baron Frederick had written this? Is this the probably first? not?
1: Okay. Yeah. Um, and I'll also say I was uh, hoping to present my completed findings to you, as it doesn't appear to be anything pressing. And I'm not going to lie; it's a, it's a wee bit hard to stomach at times. But um, illustrations, in
0: particular, they are. Father, I think. I think there may be something, somehow. You know, it's. You have much more important things, to be working on than my side projects and and translating this manuscript. And you lent me that Latin translation. Right. I, I probably could... It, whatever you've gotten two-thirds of the way, I probably could finish it. Oh,
1: Patrick, no, seriously, it is no bother whatsoever. You always know I'm happy
0: to help. I know that. But I don't want you to be diving into things that As, are... Especially
2: uh, if there's a risk of a... What, what did you say? Inquisition? We we can...
1: Oh, not another word of it, you two. I insist. Now then, let's pour ourselves a drink, right. and uh, he'll go over, get the cork out, pour the three small sifters again, and he slides one over to you Jules, one over to you Patrick, and he holds it up and he says, hey, so what shall we toast to today? Luckily I haven't had to conduct any more funerals, so no dead war companions to toast to?
2: Um, do I detect anything off of Pat?
1: Give me an insight. Uh, keep in mind, you'll have to beat a 25. Mm-hmm.
2: Oh, then I can't. Unless I get a nat 20. Correct. But um, I figure i know him pretty well, so it was worth
1: mm-hmm. trying. Given that you do know him pretty well, I will let you roll with advantage. Oh, okay.
0: No. Okay. I'm...
2: I'm Right in that weird um, confession feeling. Because she's within feeling.
0: 10 feet of me. And when this happens, she does... Uh, was it, that wasn't a saving throw. Was it? Okay. No, it was a check.
1: Right. I like your thought process, though, sir. <coughs> he goes, Hey, well...
0: Hmm. To Jules' first confession? To Jules' first confession.
1: God save the Queen. God save the Queen.
2: God save the Queen.
1: He's just sipping it. Um, oh, God, that's good.
0: Oh, Ooh.
1: Right, so, since we are now in a more relaxed setting, has there been any more...
0: Missives from our pen pal. No more letters. Uh, oh. It seems to have dried up. At this moment, Patrick is remembering when Butterfingers told him that Father Monaghan had stopped by the apartment mm-hmm. uh, between when the mail and had shot, Pearson. when this yep. person has, has been gone. gone, and that's when the letter was dropped off. And he's thinking about how fresh that was and all that, and then he's going through how all the helpful hints along the way have come from Father Monahan of like the food and the translations and that and he's just like Nope, I haven't had any lately it seems that our our pen pal has planning something else. Hmm. Or
2: You said that Father Monahan had blue eyes.
0: I did. No way.
2: What kind of build does Father Monahan have?
1: Uh, roll me either a perception or a medicine check. Uh,
2: Twenty-one.
1: Father Monahan is not hefty, but he is solid. Okay. He stands not quite as tall as Patrick, but fairly close. And although the uh, robes do seem not around the chest and stomach there's uh, moments where when he moves with purpose you can see that uh, there is quite some power to his frame.
2: Okay then I think not.
1: Mm -mm.
2: That was more for me than Jules. Jules is not in a suspicious mood right now.
1: Well, I wouldn't worry too much about it, Patrick. Perhaps he's just decided to be the coward that he is and uh, crawl back into whatever hole he was waiting in.
2: hope that's true.
0: Uh-huh. Um...
2: Mm. Well, I wouldn't say coward. Um, what's that new word? <laughs> Scottish. You two Scots! What is that word that I heard something about um a psychopath? Uh,
0: well, I still wouldn't
2: Oh no. No. That was World's Fair, Chicago. No, this is that this is Oh, no, no, no. This is around that time period. Yes. This is the, I believe that's when this word started to be a thing.
1: H Holmes? Yes. Yep. Yeah. Yes. 1883.
2: Yes! Okay, so I was right! Ha-ha! I, I think he, um, he would more fit that word.
1: Hmm. I will say this for him. There's purpose in those letters of his. That's... Don't think that maybe someone who is completely out of their mind would be able to... tie such... wonderful Latin together. <laughs> A kid, of course. Hmm. Hmm.
2: I, I don't know if that makes it better or worse, though. Hmm. That someone who appar- apparently has all their faculties together is doing that.
1: Oh, what, is, what is war, Jules? but a bunch of sane men deciding to suddenly be insane and to slaughter each other. In great droves at that. Is it really that inconceivable, then, to to think that one man... Would decide to adopt that same mentality against the world. Yeah. Eh, well, you why. You're that's young. why
2: most don't do it.
1: <laughs> I cannot argue with you there.
2: That being said, I do know lots of men who do lots of terrible things.
1: Aye.
2: This is just a bit on the next level.
1: Hmm. grand purpose is probably what he's after why else would he be elevating to that next level
2: I don't know but I think he needs to find a new hobby
1: <laughs> <laughs> I'm, I'm sorry <laughs> that was a good one Jules oh. Oh, it's quite good, Miss Walker. Quite good indeed. Oh, thanks. He pours himself another cup. Sets it aside.
0: When when will you have the be able to bring the Sussex manuscript from your quarters? Let's see, what's today? The twenty fourth?
2: Yeah.
1: Let's say the third of October. That should that should give me sufficient time.
0: I'd like to do a Insight there. Mm-hmm. Um, dang, very good. Not good at all, is it just a ten? What are you trying to do? I'm trying to see if I said that to bring them from his quarters. If he Oh confirm. If, if I could see that Anything. yeah, they're in my quarters or not. If I'm like no they're my, not in my quarters or if he did the as ten, yeah I'll be able to bring them back from there as 10 is directly
1: in the middle mm-hmm. and as I had not set a DC for that particular divining we are going to once again let the dice decide so odds are evens even when you said quarters and when he agreed it seemed as if there wasn't a flash of hesitation, or his eyes did not dart off to the side in any any passing gleam of thought. What he was saying was in perfect agreement with what you had said. Cool. You may know, make of that what you wish. Hmm. Okay. Um, oh, he begins to sip. Heavily from his cup again. I tell you what though, in addition to children, I'm starting to think that old men also shouldn't be allowed in my services. They're always yammering. Yammer yummy yammer, yummy yummy yammer, yummy yummy yammer. Mostly I just wanna
2: Well, old men shouldn't really be allowed most places.
1: <laughs> Down with all old men, angels. Eh, I appear to be in a bit of a giddy mood today.
0: Oh, oh. Oh, Father. Thank you for the company. And, um, if we do get a letter, we'll be sure to let you know. Of course, though.
1: As I've said before, I've now given you the tools to divine the answer yourself should I be unavailable. That's fair. Have another glass, Patrick.
0: Um, with that, I'd like to make an insight check, because that seemed very fishy. Go ahead.
2: seemed super fishy. (laughs) Okay. Is that exactly how he said it? Mm -hmm.
0: Mm-hmm. I also want to do an insight check. 26.
2: 17.
1: I thought a natural 20 got you a 25. Uh, not, um... No, that was that. deception. That was deception. Yeah. I'm thinking of deception. Okay. I was like How did that happen? No. Okay. And sorry, what was yours? Seventeen. Seventeen? Okay. Seventeen. Um That was a little peculiar. It was not jovial. Seemed almost borderline commanding. Not really in his character. character. Patrick. Mm-hmm. With a twenty-six.
2: <laughs> My gosh.
1: There is a playful temperament that is starting to bubble in the elderly man before you. This insistence is born of nothing more than a dual desire to have a drink with a friend and to see if you will listen. Hmm. That's all right. To what? To what he just said. Have another drink.
0: Mm. Um. I'll do it. I'll I'll raise it to my nose first. Mm-hmm. Sorry, I will check. Yeah.
1: Fifteen. You've already had a glass and a half of this. Mm-hmm. It's
0: normal Malbec. Okay. Um I'll do your health. have another Patrick. That's a bit much I've, um, I've Actually, enough. Father,
2: we have somewhere we need to go.
0: We do have a oh. We do have a lunch appointment. Or dinner. Please, just
1: just one more. Just one more. I can't drink by myself. After all, that's downright depressing. What harm will one more do?
2: Depending on the drink, it can do a great, great bit of harm.
1: Right you are, Jules. Right you are. But trust me, this is not more than the liquor of Jesus Christ himself. we Having our own communion—it's a holy thing. One more trick.
2: Uh, Jules is gonna turn to Pat and take his lead on this one, cause like they do need to get back for lunch and then. Um. But once again, like she she doesn't really have a reason to. He's acting a little sketchy, mm-hmm. but she doesn't have a super reason to be suspicious of him. Unless he just did that.
1: No, that was Robo. Okay. <laughs> Cracking his neck. Weird mm-hmm.
2: distortion of the neck there. Now I have to do it.
0: Um,
1: the wine bottle yeah. hovers directly above your cup. So I'm looking at... Um,
0: your character sheet. spell that I have. Okay. Um, calm Emotions. Nice. And um, I use this in the um, li- in the reading room to sort, mm-hmm. sort of calm down the guy mm-hmm. from freaking out. Yeah, mm-hmm. you most certainly um, did. Uh, so it says, alternatively, you can make a target indifferent about creatures of my choice that it's hostile towards. Um,
1: With your yeah. really high insight, he's not hostile yeah, he's towards you. He's not hostile. You. He's just insistent.
0: effect causing a that's not it, okay. Um, I'm also I'm, gonna have Father Monahan. Hmm. I, I will, I'll take the glass. Excellent.
1: If you are still, although it was a beautiful deception check, the natural 20 has carried you through the conversation thus far. I need you to give me a fresh deception check.
0: Not as good. Um, Better than a 17? No, not even close. It's a 10. Okay.
2: Not as good. Actually, half as good.
0: (laughs) Not even. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> it, was a tw- it was a twenty-five, or t- uh, I <laughs> yeah. thought it was a natural twenty. It was, was. twenty-five total. Twenty-five. Gotcha. Yeah. Um,
1: as he pours you the glass, and as you begin to sip from it, what emotion is it that leaks
0: through? Um. bitterness at um, the betrayal of having a friend you know a fellow a fellow Scott a, a friend a confidant be um, somehow involved in this treachery Like, it, like my, my nose kind of curls up a little mm-hmm. bit of that, that disgust and, and mm-hmm. disappointment. Jules, give me a perception check.
2: Okay. 13.
0: I only got a 10.
1: I don't think I'll roll deception. So with a 13, you don't see Patrick's Carl. Mm-hmm. Instead you see a smirk come across Father Monahan's face of all things. Jovial? Sure. Sarcastic, occasionally. Smirk. The eyes narrow with a, a dark glee.
2: That kind of face I've seen on lots of people before. Many a time.
1: It's right. here, Pull it up. <laughs> That's right. All right. Ever the artiste, guys. Um, I wish you could that see one. Patrick Patrick's journal. It's a it's a menagerie of horror. I it love this.
0: I mean, this whole thing is. Um,
2: that officially sets me on edge, and I know something's going on that I'm not privy to
1: mm-hmm. at the moment. Father Monahan, because
2: I did not see the salt and pepper beard in no, the thing, you did not. but I know that something super not good is happening right now.
1: You see Father Monahan stand up, smacks the cork back in the bottle, and he walks over to the shelf. Give me either a perception or a mess and check
0: the both of you. Reception or medicine? Yep. Twenty-two. A billion. Fifteen plus eight. He's not limping. Nice. And he puts yeah, the four.
1: bottle up on the shelf. And he's just looking at his bookshelf, running his fingers along,
0: tapping. Oh. I'm going to look. Is there is there a clock in this room that J- Jules has not been looking at because it's so scary? Uh, there most certainly
1: would be a clock in this room, yes. Um, we'll say it's uh, by the door. So she walked past it. Father Monahan's was obscuring it before and sitting at his desk, she's not looking at it. And it's not allowed. So, so looking at the clock, what time is it? Uh, at this point in time, it's about noon?
2: Um, yeah because we finished
0: it 12.05 yeah we'll be late Uh, sorry to drink and run but we do have a prior engagement that we need to meet father I'll stand and walk to the door as he's just looking
1: at the bookshelf he goes collection of knowledge the words that echo through time whether they be from a holy book or the words of a simple man lauded as a bard they just have a way of making us feel small How strange that paper and ink has that effect on flesh and blood. What do you say, Patrick?
0: I'll say, um, I haven't felt that. Hmm. Paper has a, the, the written word has a way of elevating and making us more than who we are. Did you just shoot him? No. Oh. I shot my hand. Ah! <laughs> <laughs>
1: huh. And just look like that he turns, he looks at you, Jules, and the dark glee is gone he looks just like he did in the confessor's booth and he says well thank you for indulging in an older man with a few glasses of wine and again Jules the honour was mine go enjoy the rest of your Sunday I've got lots so i got to clean up here and start preparation for next week again
0: sorry for the spell
1: oh of course to air as human <laughs> <laughs> have a good day my friends and he bustles back
0: towards his desk
1: Nimp. Limp,
0: noticeably black, noticeably back. Once we leave his office, I'm going to walk at a hurried pace. I'll follow. And um, once we get to the sort of end of the chapel area and towards the door, I'm going to say, I need to leave quickly.
2: Right. I'm just hot on your heels, yep. going so wherever cool. you're going.
1: Catch up. Uh Honestly, with um, St. Paul's being where it is in relation to Soho, if you are hustling, you can speedwalk slash speedwalk though slash jog back to 17 Shaftesbury. Probably only 15 past uh, the
0: allotted time of 12:30, so roughly 12:45. Okay. I'm to say. Uh, a lot has uh, been revealed uh, in that visit. Um,
2: uh, yeah, I could sense some something was happening. You wanna fill me in?
0: Not in public. Okay.
1: You continue on in silence, the beads of sweat, not from the exercise, for they are cold. Jules, more in confusion and concern. Patrick, in horror and betrayal. The welcome sight of Shasbury Avenue is before you. And uh, you see Spiker and Butterfingers. So they're post. Mnod, concept. Um, Door opens. And um, you see down at the end of the hallway, Miss Pearson's head poke through her a new, uh, freshly cleaned, maid bonnet. On it seems that she is um, put on her equivalent of Sunday finery for this feast that she has prepared. Um, she goes, "Oh, oh! Thank goodness! I was, I was starting to get a little concerned. Um, almost everything is still hot. I, I did put the put the end back in the oven." Um, just to make sure that it was uh, not getting too dry. Uh, would you prefer to take it in the dining dining room or uh, in your respective quarters? Uh, the dining room would
0: be fine. Not the study. Not in the study. Sunday dinner. But fine.
2: <laughs> just thinking, you had some things you wanted to discuss.
1: Too, but
0: oh. I'd like to enjoy um,
1: supper, but this is. My dinner, hmm. but it, if 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 privacy is what you're after, I, I, I still actually need to run out and get dessert. I was I was planning on doing that once you had begun eating. So, just a few moments. I I, ma- I made some arrangements, so the delivery man should be here any moment now. I could just simply wait for him outside. It's up to you. It's 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 your house. Please, please, please. Do we'll ta- not. We'll we'll take in the study.
0: You do see um, Miss Pearson deflate a Oh no, 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 no if no, if it's, if, it's if it's trouble, no, let's, let's have it in the dining room. And she kind of
1: lights back up at that, and uh, she says, very well, right this way, and leads you to your own dining room. <laughs> but as she opens the sliding door, uh, you see brand new tablecloth. Aww. It is um, very fine white linen with a very doily-esque uh, pattern around the edges. Um, doves appear to be embroidered into linking across it. Uh, a vase uh, with fresh cut flowers, sits so in the middle, and there are um, a series of small, low candles. Mm-hmm. Uh, red ink, uh, not ink, sorry. Okay. Red wax. <laughs>
0: um,
1: yes, it was Miss Passing all along! I knew it! Um, She's the second voice. And uh, two plates um, are placed at either end of the table uh and there appears to be a uh a very fine dish of uh, steaming uh, boiled peas uh some freshly whipped mashed potatoes um uh a bread basket uh with uh a almond glazed rolls mm. and uh you see she see her just she's so proud of this arrangement and um she says so the the, the first course will be the end and then I do have a uh, a lovely uh, kind of uh, well, I'll just, I'll just show you all later. But uh, have you ever heard of foie gras? Ah, yes. Yes. I, I attempted to do that, but with a duck. Unless it is with a duck. I believe it is with a duck. It is with a duck. Oh, so it's nothing unique at all. Regardless, it is decadent, it is delicious, and I am very proud of it. So, um, please have a seat. I'll get the... Uh, Mr. Patrick, I assume you'd like to carve your own in? Yes, thank you. Excellent. Ah, uh, Jules? And she pulls the seat out for you.
2: Oh, very nice. Thank you.
1: Does not pull the seat out for you, Patrick. That's fine. (laughs) Uh, But she does come back with the the hen and the the, the carving knife. um, And she says, great. um, So I will go ahead and I will wait outside. Thank you. And um, if you need anything, just come outside, I suppose. (laughs) We'll read. Excellent. Enjoy. Thank you. And uh, might I say... I recognize that I did not make a very good first impression, but you do have my thanks for your patience, and I'm very happy to be here. As are we, thank you. Uh, Jules and uh, Anne share a brief nod, and Miss Anne Pearson leaves the room, leaves the house, and is now, you can see that her silhouette, the back, and she's just sitting, standing patiently, before you
0: close the dining room door. Well, oh, shall we uh, tuck in? Yep. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Jules just looks expectantly at Patrick. <laughs> Cut and serve, and as I'm as I'm cutting and serving, I go. How was your conversation with? Uh, that was quite a long conversation with Father Moran.
2: Um, it was good. Uh, yeah. I just started a confession. Um, and you know, got in a ways until it had been a while, and then we we called it good. He he told me. That I have to forgive myself, and then God can forgive me, or something like that. I. Anyway, it's um, it's something I hadn't really considered before.
0: Jules, I, Miss Walker, forgive me.
2: I mean, I call you Pat, Pat, so.
0: And. Um, as I, you know, finish serving up your dish and put it in front of you, and say, it is possible to receive good counsel from a uh, unworthy mouthpiece.
2: Oh boy, am I glad you said that. Me, Emily, okay, all right. Um. Okay, yeah? It's. I was picking up something strange was happening you there eat, at the end
0: you should eat first
1: <laughs> well with that statement
2: <laughs> that's um, the worst
1: she could be thinking
2: I am going to have to no she's like, well, no. Now, now I can't eat at all
0: we can't let Miss Pearson's triumph go to waste so then
2: tell me Whatever it is can't be worse than what I might be imagining.
0: Why, what are you imagining?
2: It doesn't matter, what is it?
0: I'm beginning to believe that I may have inadvertently caused our friend Father Monaghan to be possessed by a devil. Um, The Sussex manuscript. What is going through Jules'
1: head right now, Mister Logic?
2: All right. Um. I'm gonna need you to take that back a few steps. um, I am going to in fact uh, take a sip of this and um, I want you to tell me that again. What?
0: I'll lay it out for you. When we received the first letter it was written in Latin. Yeah? A language with which the Catholic priests are very familiar with, which is why we brought the letter to him. He let us know that whoever it was, was making a um, a nod to the early monastic scholars in needing to question reality and question the truth. When we one when we looked for where man collects power, we were. He didn't give it to us. We figured it out. Where man collects power. Correct. Yep. We we found it at the the reading room. Where we found Dietrich's body, which had been sliced by a riding saber. Later, we found more. With letters written in red ink wait
2: wait wait wait. Are, are you leading to where i think you're leading
0: i don't think so not yet and then uh, after the second letter we were led on a merry chase through the streets of london after food merchants at the suggestion of father monaghan to which we found a table laid with uh, opulent rot and a mostly drunk glass of red wine at one side. I found a letter written in German, in the Prussian Quarter. And all of these bodies bore markings that led us to text from William Shakespeare, Jules. Father Monaghan not only has a collection of the complete works of William Shakespeare and a German dictionary and a writing saber and red ink, but his handwriting matches the letters.
2: Okay, so this is well, I thought you were leading back, back. If you, no.
0: You know, um, what I'm leading is what we saw in the vision last night. That beast, that hulking monstrosity. Something is possessing Father Monahan, and I think it's it has something to do with. Baron Frederick's writings.
2: Okay, alright. So, um, you think Father Monahan is our murderer? Yeah? That's step one?
0: Yes. Um, and the murderer that we saw last night, uh, which, which was at times resembling a man, with I, I can't explain these flesh shadow limbs there's something evil that has a hold of him
2: uh, all right um well that would perhaps uh, what am I saying what that would perhaps explain how does anything explain any of this um
0: as I said when you eliminate all the options the only option that is left however fantastical, must be true. And if Miss Britain is somehow telling the truth of this future and the the visions that we saw while on
2: mind-altering
0: substances...
2: If you think...
0: And the shadows, the shadows that attacked us before we even had that seance. And the men, the men who were dead. There's something going on.
2: Father Monaghan when we were in his office. Okay, first of all, during confession, there was such a an expression of goodness. That's why you think he must be possessed. From him.
0: I and don't then, think I cannot I cannot I have to believe that my friend wouldn't do this, but that something else inside him something that's using him as a vessel is doing I this. I think
2: Pat See Father Monaghan gave you a look. In the office and it's a look I've seen before um, on many men's faces Uh, this is a bit of a different circumstance but the look is essentially the same the difference is those other men can't ever really get rid of that look they can put on a good show but it's always there and there were times in that conversation with Father Monhan, especially at the end, and then, you know, well, during Confession, where it, it wasn't present at all. So I think, as absurd as it sounds, that must be the only logical explanation. It was that, and you think it's the Sussex manuscript? I do. I mean, maybe that's what happened to Lady MacDonald. Whatever,
0: whatever the this occult thing that uh, Miss Britton is involved in, whatever this golden circle or the golden ring, whatever it may be. there's What? Dawn. The golden dawn.
2: Well, then what, I mean, well, it's not like we can just go marching up to Inspector Robinson and say, hey, this priest is, you know, possessed by demons, right? So, what are we going to do? Wait, you mentioned the shadows. Right, and we had the, um, the woman.
0: Are you, are you at all all familiar with the writings of Robert Louis Stevenson?
2: Uh, Was he the Treasure Island guy?
0: Was he? I think so. I
2: I think think so! Didn't Robert Robert Louis Stevenson write Treasure Island? Probably
0: did.
1: Please hold while we research. <laughs> Treasure Island, cool. Yeah, um, Treasure
2: Island. I read that one. Oh,
1: if you're about to reference that, was written in 1886. If you're about to reference uh, that duality, mm-hmm. I'm going to ask that you don't. Okay. all
0: right Then I redact everything that I was said.
1: Well, not everything, I hope.
0: Well, not everything, but everything I said about Robert Louis Stevenson. Yes, if you don't mind. All right. Sorry. <laughs> Are you familiar with uh, the the writings of whatever Shelley, whatever her name is? Um, uh, Mary Shelley. Mary Shelley.
2: Um, I heard about it. Apparently, it was quite the thing.
0: The Dead Rising. Yeah. There's something strange going on.
2: Well, okay, then let's look at it this way. Okay, let's let's put Father Monahan right. Over here. And just set him. so I'm not really sure. I'm not really sure what that sound of it. A chair squeaking, maybe. There's a squeaking chair. Get out of the <laughs> We're putting him in the corner over here. Alright? So then we have um Mr. Peabody. And he mentioned this Indian woman who we then saw before the seance. And she brought out these shadows. This is, def-
0: this is definitely like you're moving pieces oh, of food. Of food. So oh, like, totally. So Father Mana hands the hen. Yeah. And Mana, hen. Oh.
1: oh!
2: That's I terrible. hate myself. And the okay, pea is the peas. That's what <laughs> the, <Peabody's laughs> the peas. Yes. Yes. <laughs> okay. So the then the sound I made was the squeaking of the plate on the table. Oh, I love it. Okay. And the,
0: and the mashed potatoes. The mashed are potatoes the... is the
2: is the Indian woman. Okay. Cool. Okay. Um so there's there must be some kind of connection here um in in at least the what are we calling it supernatural uh, so maybe that's our next lead is let's find out who she is and who her patron is um, she's obviously well to do probably working for a lord, so why don't we go talk to Isabel
1: Carl before you answer that, I want you to make me
0: an intelligence check. And a twenty.
2: Man, you're on fire Beautiful. tonight. I
0: love this day. <laughs> what Jules has just put
1: forth is a perfectly viable perfectly viable viable venue and perhaps one that is worth exploration, no doubt. But the lawman in you the one who has taken upon himself to protect the people of London knows this. There's only
0: two horses. Yeah, I know. Yeah, I know. Um I know and what I saw last night is very weighing on how do we intercept and stop something that can run through walls and rip people apart with one hand Um, with a natural 20 yeah Carrying over.
1: You do know this. You have pull.
0: Yeah.
1: It's got uh, That's what I was gonna do. Even if it's just a hunch, Robinson trusts you. That's
0: what I was gonna do. All right, so. Isabel Lane. Isabelle. Yeah. I think and now Carl's thinking to the vision from last night and thinking Jules and I were at the reading room in the future so if this goes the wrong way Jules and I can't be near it, and so I'm going to say, I need to send a letter to Scotland Yard, send a message to Scotland Yard, um, and we should look into Miss Lane as well, and contact her.
2: we we'll us go visit. It's right. a Sunday afternoon, she's probably just going to be around.
0: Right, excellent. So I'm going to... Uh, what,
2: what are you going to send in the letter?
0: the boys at Scotland Yard should take Father Monaghan in and...
2: uh, Yeah, I suppose if you ask them to, they probably will, huh?
0: And I'll tell them what pieces of evidence in his study to take along.
1: Um, As you start to have this conversation, you do hear the front door open, followed by a couple of tentative footsteps, which then stop you here through the door. Mr. Patrick? person yes um I, I do have the I do have the dessert and if you're if you're done with the uh, if you if you had your fill of the end I can I can whip out the foie gras um just wondering if it's safe to yes yes serve you yes. yes excellent um so she emerges with a, uh, a lemon meringue mm.
2: now that we have a, a plan in place for next steps I can eat
1: excellent great she's going to put it on the table between the two of you she says now I know that you didn't care for spicy so I decided something perhaps zesty would 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 be a good uh, palate cleanser <laughs> for um the après uh, après dinier, um and of course uh the foie gras here you are and I already have a, a little plate set aside for me so this
2: is excellent
1: oh, good good um actually uh Studied under some uh, some French cuisine uh, master master craftsmen um, themselves. Well, oh, oh Lord, how long was it, was it? Three years ago, three or four years ago, when I was in my travels. So,
2: uh, how old are you, Anne? I'm sorry. How old are you?
1: Um, will be twenty-two next month.
2: Had quite the experiences. You're quite knowledgeable. Oh, oh. Yeah.
1: Well,
0: no, no more than the next lesson. Uh, Miss Pearson, would you bring me my lap desk? Oh, uh, of
1: course, Miss Patrick. Um, I assume it's, with all your effects, uh, near the yarn mess? Yes. Excellent. Um, she goes upstairs. The smell of the lemon rind is real good. And...
2: Uh, yeah, I'll, I'll definitely have some of that after I finish the other stuff. Very juicy.
1: Like the the jam the jam the curdled not curdled jam the custard custard is mm-hmm. just it has a it has a, almost almost a crispy outer edge like a like a creme brulee mm-hmm. but then the uh, actual custard within is just popping with flavor. Mm. There's a, some fresh whipped uh, cream on top of it all. So Yum. um so you see her. Mm-hmm. Bringing Wait. You so this is a
2: lemon meringue
0: mm-hmm. Yes.
2: So it would be a egg white. Yes, thing on top. egg white, brown.
1: Thank you.
0: You're welcome. So uh, once again,
1: different, different. <laughs> I'm also not a chef. Why do you make such good food? Well, thank you. I just.
2: That's what a meringue is. Gotcha. Yeah. <laughs> uh, yes,
1: well, uh, unfortunately, I don't think uh, fancy ramen was a major, major staple in Victorian. <laughs> so, uh, Miss Pearson will not be making But your
2: fancy ramen time. is so good. So thank
0: uh, you so good. much. Okay. Lap desk. Lap desk. I'm going to um, write out my uh, correspondence to the yard. You
2: Where's your fancy lap desk?
0: That's what i got to do. Uh, so, I'm going to write out my correspondence to the yard. Um, mm-hmm. And I'm going to say... Uh, and I'll excuse myself, go to the front, and snap for butterfingers. Spiker stays by the shoe sign. Shoot!
1: Damn it! The shoe so shine almost did it. Oh. I almost did it. Um, mm-hmm. you see that she's just kind of playing with Ann's arms now.
0: Just mm-hmm. uh, uh, butterfingers. Jogs over. Gonna give him tuppence and say, uh, "Take this to." Um, Is it Inspector Robinson? Inspector Robinson. Take this Inspector Robinson at once. You want me to go to the yard? However, it needs to get there. It needs to get there at once. Right.
1: Uh, You got it, Patrick. Mr. Patrick. Uh, Carl, Mr. Patrick. (laughs) Um, He runs back over to the shoeshine stand. Um, It seems that uh, him and Spiker have a brief heated conversation. Mm -hmm. You can tell mostly from Butterfinger's bombastic arm gesticulations, Mm -hmm. whereas Spiger just has this deadpan of expectantly looking towards Butterfingers, and finally he just kind of (sighs) sags in place, and he pats her on the shoulder, does the eye motion to 17 Shaftesbury Avenue and back to her. She rolls her eyes and nods, and he claps her on the back, pulls up his his, uh, trouser
0: legs a little bit, cinches them off, and takes off. Awesome. Um, Cool. Then I'll come in and we can finish an excellent dinner and then I will uh, follow your lead, Miss Walker, as we head to investigate. As you are
1: uh, about to, as you have finished eating and are on your way towards the door, you do hear Miss Pearson go, Oh, heading out again so soon. Yes.
2: Yeah, we have some uh, pressing business. Oh.
1: um, Well, uh, in that case, I, su- I, su- I suppose that um, it's as good a time as any to uh, give you these. Um, the other day, when you let me uh, reshape the downstairs to suit my own quarters, though I do still need to do a little bit of finagling, I w- got some permission from Lord Shaftesbury to uh, pick you up a couple of Thank you gifts. So, um. What? Oh, you, you shouldn't have, this is. You didn't me. need to do that. No, of, course, of course I'm not, but it's my pleasure. Especially because I'm not the one paying for it. So. <laughs> um. <laughs> so. Uh, That's Jules' there. Jules definitely life. Exactly. So uh, Anne um, brings you a long cardboard box. All right. Uh, not cardboard, sorry. A, a, oh. a, um, it's wrapped yes. in simple brown wrapping. Yeah. Uh, you pull it out, and it is Bradley? a rectangular wooden box, strings. thin, hinged, and uh, with a, a latch opposite the hinge, obviously. Okay. Okay. It. it collapses into a chessboard. Oh. Not No, yeah, but there's uh, small, tiny leather um, straps. Mm-hmm. Very, very small leather straps. Um with uh, indents on the end pieces of the board where each of the pieces are uh, held in place. It is a travel chessboard. Cool. Nice. Um, and she says, after your uh, pointers regarding the um, pants, the skirt, I realize that uh, there's a lot of other things that a, a woman can conceal in uh, her abundant clothing, so uh, I figured you might enjoy this. And it is a thigh harness where three daggers could be easily sheathed.
2: Nice. This is very useful, thank you. <laughs> yeah.
1: Yes, uh, Im- you could imagine the leather worker's confusion when I was trying to explain what I wanted. Um, he thought I was trying to make garters, of all things.
2: <laughs> he would.
1: Yes. Um, but yes, uh, uh, so, so if you don't mind my asking, where, where are you off to in such a hurry?
2: Uh, see so a friend of mine.
1: Oh. Another, another, uh, like the doctor kind of friend or a different kind of friend? No,
2: uh, actual friend.
1: Oh. I, please don't take this the wrong way. I wasn't aware that you two had friends. That came out wrong. What way should we have taken that, Miss Pearson? I, I just, I simply mean that, I, I'm sorry. I just don't see any correspondence that's not related to potential... She's sort of my
2: uh, closest thing I have to a sister.
0: Oh. Hmm.
1: Well, have a good time. And you see Miss Pearson... Uh, Retreat into
0: the kitchen.
2: Uh, I'm just going to raise my eyes at Pat like that was a weird response.
0: (laughs) To which I'm going to say. So it comes from getting too familiar with the help. That does. You didn't see how hurt she was when you said that you have someone who's like a sister. She's looking at you like you're her sister.
2: No, she's not. She is. Not yet.
0: She's giving you gifts.
2: She gave you a gift too.
0: That's because I am I am very open
2: (laughs) I am very open to being good friends with Anne. But let's be real, I've only known her for two days. Three days? Oh my This
1: is not a very thick door.
2: (laughs) I'm not speaking loudly.
0: (laughs) If you can hear that, then you should spend more time then we should have eaten in the study.
2: (laughs) I'm very fond of you, Anne! (laughs) <laughs> I don't really say that, that was a joke <laughs> uh, 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 uh,
1: uh, Know your place, <laughs> you stupid <laughs> You exit This way, she's driving me crazy You exit to 17 Chapsbury Avenue Gosh, it's almost as if the the DM put her there to just mess with you um, Let's be honest, <laughs> everyone in this campaign is there to mess with us. Oh gosh, I wonder why that would be. So
2: we're heading to uh, the more swanky part of town. Yes,
1: you're heading uh, north of Camden Town. Uh, northwest, to be specific. Uh, you can actually take the train to nice. the West End Station. And from there, um, you will make your way due west to Willisden. Oh lord, actually you can take it past the West End Station. You can take it all the way to um, Station 168, which is in Willisden, which is just north of Bronzebury Park. It is a rather swanky place. I I spell Willisden? Willisden, W-I-L-L-E-S-D-E-N, Willisden. If you hit Hampstead and Parliament Hill, you've gone too far north. So, As you take the, uh, luckily with a train, once again, it is uh, a mere, uh, I think it was either two or three pence I said, yeah. for a train ticket. Um, I
2: can cover my own cost.
1: Uh, we'll say two. We'll say two pence. Two pence. Um, and uh, thankfully, Wilsden Station is fairly close to... Um, <laughs> to uh, Portland Mews, the street upon which the the city manor of the Widow Alice Lane resides, and her young ward slash pseudo-adopted daughter, Miss Isabel Lane. At this point in time, it would be roughly 2.30 in the afternoon. Time to switch up the music from this to... Your favorite.
2: Yay! Uh,
1: the fog burning up in this surprisingly temperate, late after Sunday, late afternoon on a Sunday. Sunday in the park with George. Mm-hmm. Um, sorry, you were scritchling something on, on, on the wood and it was, it was vibrating all the way to my side.
2: Sorry, it was
1: just my dance and then an asteroid decided to come down (laughs) and wipe out Hall of Willisden. Campaign over! Um, Love you too. Love you too. Uh, Unlike Camden Town, there is no abundance of bachelor pads. This is an elderly part of London. This is where the old money has come to look at the finer things in life as they slowly turn their attention to the grave, uh, as evidenced by uh, the large uh, Kilburn Cemetery, which uh, stands adjacent to uh, Bronzebury Park. Um, As you make your way through Williston, making your way eventually, once again, as I had said before, to the uh, Portland Muse, you find a young, I believe blonde woman, having to double-check this real quick. Did not give me a physical description. So
2: I didn't give you a physical that's description. That's quite okay. So you can make her look like a her,
1: young yeah? woman with uh, magenta pink hair, and I'm joking, <laughs> I'm thoroughly joking. No, um, she wears a uh, A verdant green uh, chemise with a... Uh, baby blue apron. She has, uh, gardening gloves on and a rather large bonnet that matches the dress nigh perfectly. She appears to be tending to a, uh, one of those long pots which, uh, the actual name of them is escaping me at the moment. Flower box? Flower box, yes. Uh, tending to a, uh, a rose of, uh, flower boxes that are, uh, fixed to the, uh, Metal pronged fence outlining this gorgeous four story estate. It is a off eggshell white that does not stand in proper view of Bronzebury Park, but does have a beautiful uh, western view so that the uh, sunsets. If viewed from the third story, it would probably be absolutely breathtaking. The third story, being of course where Isabel rests her weary head at the end of the night and in the early days of her stay, Miss uh, the the Widow Lane was amenable to you staying the odd night here and there, um, just to get Isabel acclimated to this new lifestyle. The Widow Lane. Mm. The widow Lane is perfectly aware of your past as well, Jules. And truly, it was only because of the nature of your, for lack of a better word, crime, that she did not take you in as well. She looks fondly upon you, but the widow Lane is also a very stern woman. And she suffers no backtalk, nor any departure from that which would be deemed proper. Isabel's kept on a tight leash here, but ultimately she's much happier. And as you see, she is um, planting a, a new uh, row of roses, though peculiar to be doing so quite this late in, you know, the early onset of fall. Um, she looks up, And her face absolutely lights up. Uh, Green eyes uh, that are reflected in her dress. um, Dimples and a spattering of freckles upon her strawberry blonde hair. Um, She begins giggling madly as she pulls off her gardening gloves, throws open the gates, and starts sprinting towards you.
2: Now, I've been stealing myself for this um, the whole train ride. Mm -hmm. Um, Preparing to initiate the hug
1: okay so she um steps up to you and she because
2: usually she will hug me Mm -hmm. and then i will hug her back
1: okay great but
2: i have been because she's the only one but i have been preparing to try to be the first one to hug
1: okay um would you like to roll for this or would you like uh
2: roll for it how
1: we could call it a charisma check
2: Sure, we can do that. Uh, fourteen.
1: Hey, I'd say that's sufficient. Um, so as uh, Isabel prepares to launch herself at you, you beat her to the punch. Um, your smile is not a reflection of hers, but it is still present. Mm-hmm. And with the added dexterity of one of your particular talents. <laughs> um, she is scooped up and twirled in place, riding the momentum of her charge to do a little twirl before setting her back down. She, Although you are not a tall woman, she is even shorter. Mm-hmm. Um, but where you are live and... Uh, fit, mm-hmm. um, she appears to be enjoying the new life. <laughs> she's a little plump little plump um what is that not 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 copulent uh, no not copulent not corpulent um but uh oh, rubenesque no there's a word there's a word
2: i have her know. weight
1: her weight matches her newfound affluence okay that is the word i was looking for
0: and she oh, yes is so. still
1: giggling like mad.
0: Yes, so. Rubenesque,
1: Rubenesque. Um, she goes,
0: "Chills, chills!"
1: Hazy. <laughs> what? Oh, what? What do you mean? And she immediately kind of tosses back her hair in a in a frilly child esque manner and does a half curtsy. Mr. Patrick. Hello, Miss Lane. And she starts to, like, try to, like, touch your face, and then she just stops, and she just
2: goes, (laughs) I'm so happy to see you! Yes, it's good to see you too.
1: Well, well, uh, um, Mrs. Lane is is, is not here right now. She's actually out at a a bridge game with a couple of uh, her friends, and, oh, Lord, I'm actually not supposed to be out past the fence, but come on, come on, come on! Oh,
2: of course. Um, well, you're looking well.
1: Thank you. I'm... I just got my first uh domestic set of makeup. Oh. Yes, Mrs. Lane finally let me have some and I will say that um some habits were almost coming back, but uh Mrs. Lane showed me the, the proper way that a lady of taste is supposed to do her makeup, so if you like.
2: Um perhaps if there's a, a, a need Okay, for
1: it. okay, okay. Um Edgar Oh Edgar Well <laughs> Miss Isabel. <laughs> and uh, a old gentleman. Um think the old man from uh, the beginning of Aristocats. The slightly <laughs> splayed out the how side how how white hair. The age. Exactly.
0: So uh, not not Edgar from
1: exact. Aristocats, but
2: <laughs> but another. his name is Edgar, but it's not that Edgar. Yeah,
1: exactly. And he's. Uh, yeah, I
2: love him.
1: Um, uh, Miss Isabel, what is the who? Yes. Fiddles around. Wow, big bug eyes. <laughs> oh, Miss Jules and um, Mister Patrick. Edgar. Gosh, gosh. I shall put a pot on, please. Miss Isabel showed him to the sitting room. Oh, sure, they remember where it is. They come by long enough, Edgar. It's it's been at least three weeks. Three weeks too soon. If I say myself, he uh, just kind of waddles his way over to the kitchen. Edgar, just little because
2: little. you're deaf doesn't mean we are, eh? Yeah.
1: <laughs> you are shown to the sitting room of uh, the Lane household. Um, biscuits are provided. Um, tea. Startling lack of coffee. And you and Edgar kind of almost have a moment of. <laughs> before he turns his head and. his he looks at her. Yeah. We drink tea in this house.
0: God save the Queen. God save the Queen! <laughs>
2: That is maybe my favorite thing that's happened all session. That was amazing.
0: Okay. Uh, <laughs>
2: uh, I wish you could have seen, like, the turn of his countenance. <laughs> anyway.
0: he's like a rooster who's like, had <laughs> the need to I was like, go. you
1: couldn't. You no, not. nuts. <laughs>
0: oh. From a turrets, Pat.
1: Anyway. Um. Uh, So uh, there is a uh, baby grand uh, in the sitting room as well. (laughs) Which um, I
2: do not play.
1: But Isabel, however, says, "Watch what I've been looking for, for Miss Lane, uh, for Mrs. Lane." I'm still practicing.
2: (laughs) Sounds wonderful.
1: Good job, Miss Isabel.
2: Bit delayed there, Edgar.
1: Hey. Um. So. To you I really am enjoying
2: by. my relationship
1: with Edgar right now.
2: Um. Uh, Isabel. Yes. Um. I wish I could say our coming to see you was purely just. Social. Social. Um. But I do think you might be able to help us with something we're currently working on.
1: Is this about, you know who?
2: Uh. N- uh. No. Oh. I don't think so. Well,
1: that's boring, but I'll do my best to help.
2: Yeah, well, if you certainly have anything on,
1: um... Nothing new, nothing new. But, um, you know, uh, Mrs. Lane, well, she goes to these, uh, cribbage games for multiple reasons. Gives a little wink to Jules. Right.
2: Um, actually, it's due to your social standing that we think you might be able to help um we've got wind of a woman who's in town um of indian descent
0: oh how exotic uh, piercing from an ear to nose oh my don't, don't you think that would hurt um Probably.
2: <laughs> jules is just thinking like i know things that would hurt more um Anyway, uh, apparently um, she is either working for or staying with a lord in town. Um, When we saw her, saw saw
0: her,
2: saw her, her, um, she was very well dressed. Hmm. It seems that she's probably well connected, or at least the lord she works for is. Um, Anyway, I just didn't know if you had happened to come across her at any event or had heard of who maybe she's staying with.
1: Well, I would think that a woman of that description would bear a fair bit of notice, especially in the, uh, the higher rings. You do know how judgmental these ladies can be. Yes. They may be ladies, but they certainly aren't women. We knew women. I don't um, think
2: anything has ever been better put, Isabel.
1: Thank you. i uh been taking eloquence lessons from Edgar. Hmm.
2: And how is that going? Well,
1: I do have these uh, great moments of insight. I've actually been considering taking up writing. As I've told you once, I've told you a dozen times, a true lady was not right.
2: So you should... Definitely begin
1: writing. Hey, um, she said she agrees with you, Edgar. That, no. it's just it's easier for me that way.
2: Okay. Anyway, um, all right. So you
1: okay? Um, so a woman of Indian descent with nose and ear. I, I can't say I've heard of anyone matching a description in the upper circles, but um But that being said, uh there was the um you know, in anticipation of the Queen's address mm-hmm. on the um Is that of the fifteenth or the seventeenth? It, it was one of those days. Uh, Edgar! When is the Queen's Address? The seventeenth of October will win. Queen Victoria will address her subjects once more. Ah uh, Right, yes, continue. God save the
0: Queen! God save the Queen. Yeah, yeah, Edgar, save, God save the
1: Queen. Edgar, Edgar, isn't about time for... quite quiet He falls asleep. Um, she just kind of pulls up a little blanket <laughs> to kind of just lay on him on the chair. I'll have to wake him up before Mrs. Lane gets back, of course, because... Uh, He's really not supposed to be sleeping on, on the job, as it were. Um, but yes, uh, so in preparation, um, most of the emissaries have been called back from all the various corners of the empire for this for the queen's address. So supposedly, it's supposed to be quite a quite a large deal.
2: So, so perhaps she's with the emissary from India.
1: Per, exactly my thoughts.
2: All right. So then, here's my follow-up question. Then. Um, I don't know how full your social calendar is, Isabel.
1: Oh, it's pliable, as Edgar would say.
2: Do you know of any social events where we might happen to be that they might happen to be if you get my drift?
1: Ah, well, she gets a kind of like a conspirator look. I'm really not supposed to say anything about this, but the queen is having a—not uh, a—not a ball, of course. Though, what I wouldn't give to attend a ball, just like in those storybooks that you used to read. Net, no, sorry, I'm sorry. My point is this: there is a minor gathering of uh, the greater lords and of those of very well financial means. Mm. Uh, the Queen herself will not be in attendance, of course, but it is to be held at the palace. And this is to take place two days before the Queen's address. So,
0: the 15th.
2: Unfortunately, I think that's a bit too far out, Isabel. Um, I was hoping for... I mean, that sounds like something we might need to crash, yes. but... um
0: it's the 15th.
2: Is there anything... I, even if they aren't there, perhaps we can get more information, Any kind of, uh, any kind of... Party or or something of um, of some lords, perhaps. Well,
1: certainly. Um, this week. Well, uh. Sorry, one moment.
2: Yeah, something like, um. Well, you know who always is throwing those.
1: Right, of course. Events. Um, yes, uh, well, I doubt anyone from the Emissary would be there, but, um, the, uh, Lord, ha- Lord Hamilton is uh, supposedly going to be holding a uh, uh, a feast of sorts. It's a, it supposedly uh, has a theme to it. I um, don't know if you've heard this, but apparently uh, the fishermen have been having a bit of spot of difficulty uh, procuring the typical fare. So the, the uh, Lord, first Lord of the Admiralty is um, throwing together a uh, a banquet in honour of Poseidon, apparently a, a Greek god of the ocean. So there's uh, everyone's going to be wearing uh, ancient Greek outfits and costumes, and it's a it's to be a masquerade banquet.
2: The absolute waste of the nobility. Oh, all right. When's when's that?
1: The fourth of October. I'm quite excited.
2: <sighs> That's still a bit far out, Isabel. Is there anything that you are aware of this
1: week? You got a natural twenty. I'm gonna. I'm gonna I got two of the friends. I'll see if you get a third. I'm I'm sorry, I'm, I I I hate to disappoint you, Jules, but that's that's truly all I know of.
2: Well, that's fair. I mean that that's great, Isabel. Oh, um, just Why do to... I feel
0: like it's not actually great? Because we need an event to be able to. Uh, I mean, not necessarily. I people. Yes.
1: We could always try going straight to the embassy.
2: I suppose that's true. It's just a bit direct, and this woman um, might, recognize might recognize us.
1: Oh, oh. Well, um. Unfortunately, I. I'm, and by
2: might, I mean will definitely recognize us. Mm. Jules,
1: I'm terribly sorry, but I, I, that's all that's all Mrs. Lane has for me on the on the social calendar. That
2: is all right. Uh, all right, so the the ball will be held two days before the uh, Queen's address.
1: Correct. The ball that's not a ball.
2: Right. The ball that's not a ball. Um, right. So and, and October 4th,
1: fourth. Fourth will be the uh, Poseidon banquet. Where is that? Oh, I could probably procure you some uh, some invitations.
2: Let's go ahead and do that, if you can, because if we can't do anything before then, at least we have that in the pocket, as it were. Uh, That's on the 4th.
1: Yes. It will be held on the shores of Fulham, right on the Thames. Uh, uh, On uh, Wandsworth Bridge. The entire bridge will be taken out of commission for uh, the, the banquet, and I believe... That the uh, victuals will be provided by um, a, a rather garish place known as the Flask. It's very exciting. It's been quite some time since I experienced um, meager fare, I think is how Edgar would put it. We simply called it food, though.
2: <laughs> we did. The Flask, sir, is the name of the what?
1: Flask is the name of the, uh, the caterer. Uh. Um, so there's basically going to be like tents and tables constructed mm-hmm. on the, um, right. the bridge.
0: Very nice. The Wandsworth Bridge?
1: Yes, mm-hmm. the Wandsworth Bridge. Perfect. In Fulham, mm-hmm. right on the River Thames.
2: That does sound fun. All right, well, any other questions you have, Pat? Uh, uh, uh. Do you
1: have time for a quick game of cards? Edgar's absolutely rubbish. He keeps showing me his hand.
2: Yeah, (laughs) alright. So we'll just stay and play a quick game of cards. Excellent. And we'll call it good.
1: Now let's just do a quick contest. see who gets (laughs) the high roll. Adding anything? Nope.
2: Okay. (laughs) 17.
1: Are you not playing,
0: Patrick? Or are you a little bit distracted? I'm a little distracted. I'm actually going to be... Um, I'll say, you guys go for it and I'll just be looking at the chessboard and actually you know, setting up some pieces. Nice. Uh, You beat her, but
1: rather than upset, she goes, Ow! (laughs) I still can't beat you. You have the luck of the devil, Jules.
2: Well, mm, mm, I hope that's true.
1: (laughs) All right. Well, Thank you so much for visiting, and I'll be sure to have those, uh, those uh, invitations sent along to uh, 17 Chapsbury, uh the moment I'm able to win over Mrs. Lane, but she can't say no to me.
2: Um, and Isabel, if you hear of anything else, um, any other event that might be sooner, just let us know. We don't necessarily need invitations.
1: Oh, Jules, you have to take me along on your adventures sometime. It gets dreadfully boring here.
2: I'll see what I can do.
1: Thank you. She goes in for another hug. Um, Very pleasant aroma. She smells of the flowers that she's been working on, the powder that is often Mm -hmm. applied, and just, there's that energy that people who are always in the sun just emit it's almost like being in front of the sun yourself,
0: mm-hmm.
1: and while that may be disconcerting to one who thrives in lurking, from her it's pure pleasure and comfort. She pulls away and she goes, Edgar, take <laughs> her! Uh, oh! Miss Walker and Mr. Patrick, what well, an unexpected pleasure. What can I do for you today? We're,
2: we're just leaving.
1: My hat. of gosh! Course, of course. Takes quite a while walking to the coat hanger. What did I come over here for?
2: Hat. Oh, right, 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 right.
1: Your coats and accoutrement fetched.
2: By the way, I'm back in my regular clothes. I changed out of the church stuff.
1: Yeah, I figured.
2: Um, I definitely let him go all the way and get the stuff and come all the way back. For sure. Yeah. He's a punk.
1: Yeah, he is. Um, it's very funny you say that because literally as he is helping like, holding up your jacket to help you put in the sleeves. He does lean forward, he goes, Despite the flack I give, please, do stop by again soon. Miss Isabel lights up in the wake of your visits.
2: We won't stay away too long.
1: Dad, Stay away longer! Longer, I say! You're not welcome here!
2: Um... Yeah, we have we have a good spirited little little thing going. It's fun.
1: You hear whining, Edgar.
2: <laughs> All right, Pat. As we exit and are standing on the stoop,
1: we'll say it's about three thirty. Okay. Between the card game and the conversation and the tea.
2: Well, I mean that was not a total waste, but it was not quite as beneficial as I hoped. Oh, no, not quite. What now? I mean. Do you want to go to the embassy? I could try to sneak
0: in. Yes, let's go to the embassy.
1: Carl. Mm Mm-hmm. As you turn in recognition of this, I need you to make an occult check.
0: It's only a 11. It's a plus two, right? Yep. Okay. Well, I had to beat a ten. Oh, good.
1: Ooh. Jules, you may also make a cold check. Okay. Thirteen. Perfect. Jules, I don't suppose a perception check would have worked as well, but it's. Faces.
2: That would be sixteen.
1: Yep. Yeah. Um. Your hand starts to get a touch
0: warm. Is this the one that was shot? We forgot to talk about?
2: Oh yeah, that's right, I needed you to treat my hand.
0: Mm. We'll do we'll, we'll, do we
1: we'll, did that in the morning. Yeah, we'll say that that occurred. Okay, great. Um, you look down, oh, and this is Britton's ring from the vision. Mm-hmm. It's vibrating, just the tiniest amount. And as you're looking down, you look over at Patrick. And you see that he's starting to stare ahead, and his uh, right eye I believe it's your right eye. Mm-hmm. His right eye begins to shift from that blue to that seafoam green mm-hmm. once again. Patrick, something is attempting to show you something. Do you accept, or do you resist?
0: Where are we? We're
2: on the stoop, I think, still.
1: Um. Yeah, I'll accept. Start by rolling a d4 for me. Add one. Two. That's two. You lose two points of Sandy. Squeaky chair.
2: Yeah, we need to do something about that.
1: Bringing you down to 78, I believe. Yep.
2: i not just use it, I just, we need need WD-40 or something. mm
0: -hmm.
1: (laughs) As you accept the impulse The street, in a flash, in a blink, fills up with water all around you, and you feel pulled at the navel, the seawater gushing through every orifice of yours. It's painful and exhilarating all at the same time. As you are pulled along.
0: Is Jules in this too, or is she? Oh, will gets that in just a moment. Dang it. Oh, it can. Truth Seeker.
1: It's almost imperceptible over the pull of the ocean water all around you, your feet scraping the cobbles of the street.
0: Truth Seeker. Why do you flee? So I haven't fled, if I can, I don't know. You can. Okay, so I haven't fled.
2: And yet, others march in
0: your place. Shall I show you what you have condemned?
1: The air overlooking this subaquatic London. You're pulled to St. Paul's Chapel. You see a Coalition of five. No, six. Six Constables, but their faces are featureless as if they are dolls homunculi mere indentations where the eye should be no visible nostrils sealed lips in full police apparel one of them marches ahead of the rest. Skinnier, wearing a long duster, of which you are intimately familiar.
0: Mm -hmm.
1: But once again, featureless.
0: Six brave souls, marching to their death.
1: six figures enter the chapel. This omnipotent view allows you to pass through the ceiling itself, and far at the end, at the altar, fully featured, is Father Monaghan. Now, gentlemen. What can I do for you today? Quite a number of you. Hmm. Have you come for confession, perhaps?
0: What does mother have? I know the creature for you. You have now laid down.
1: speech of the dolls is muffled without any indication as to identity you see Monaghan crack his neck he goes no no I don't think I will God put me on a quest, and you see, he is the only one I answer to. So I suggest, unless you'd like to meet him, you turn around and leave this holy man to his work. All six of the figures draw their pistols. Pointing them at Father Monahan. Father, this is a mess you
0: have. submit, and
1: Lord, forgive. Them. Iker erupts from Father Monaghan's arms. He leaps forward, a leopard on the prow, a lion on the hunt, a jackal upon a rotting corpse. <sighs> Jules. The ring vibrates and is almost drawn towards Patrick. It seems that it is either warding or being drawn to something. Mm-hmm. You can either accept its course or you can resist it.
2: The ring is from Mrs. Britton. Correct and it's meant to protect um so i will follow what the ring is trying to do
1: the ring leads you to place your hand upon the side of Patrick's face particularly on the right side okay green energy starts to spiral off the ring. Mm-hmm. Begins to encapsulate. And Patrick.
2: So am I touching his face? You are. Um, I have to steel myself for that.
1: Good to know. It is when a full dome of this green energy Encircles all of Patrick's head. That the vision
0: ceases.
1: (laughs) The water is gone, and you stand there, Jules' face steely but concerned, as the hand, as her hand rests upon the side of your face, and the ring of Mrs. Britton feels almost searing to the touch.
0: Ah.
2: Um that's good to know. Um Let's walk. Yes. What what happened?
0: Um I had another one of those visions.
2: Obviously, what happened?
0: Father Malahan is killing all the constables that I had sent. If that's real.
2: What do we do? Can we go stop it? Is that a future event?
1: Two of you make your way to the train station. Stealing yourselves for what awaits you back at the side of St. Paul. The afternoon sun is starting to begin its lazy descent into the western sky. The rhythmic thrusting of the pistons upon the train. for no comfort in their speed. For if this vision is of current incarnation, six men are dead, or about to be. But, if there is no truth to this vision, how does that affect the veracity of others. Mm -hmm. At this point in time, you're not certain which would be worse. And that is where we will end tonight's episode of Dark Was the Night. (laughs) Me! Bravo to you amazing players for sussing out those details to find out which nefarious individual it was that was your crimson lettered Killer. Please go ahead and join us next time. And uh, I hope you had a spooky
0: good time, because I know I did. Remember to follow us on social media. <laughs> like, follow, and subscribe. Um, and uh, share. Do all that fun stuff. He's so morose a, right now. He's it's so it's morose. On our Kickstarter for the He's animated... just
2: a liar. For the, an, for the animated series. We of the animated series. Oh, We don't have any of that. It's them. our Kickstarter. This would,
1: be a, this would be a little terrifying to animate if I do say so myself. But, uh, I know I'm drawing uh, it. Thank you guys so much, and have a good night. <laughs>